Hi guys, this is uh, JC with a special message before this episode starts. So about an hour or so before we were due to publish the episode, um, we found out about uh, Satoru Iwata's passing at the very young age of 55. And obviously everyone, uh, the whole family crew is very shocked by this news. And um, if this episode was um, going out after we knew that news, then it would be a very different episode. But well, we decided to go ahead and post this episode. But just so you know, there is no mention of Iwata or his passing. And just so you know, we're not being disrespectful by ignoring this news. It's just that it was recorded, um, you know, three or four days ago. So that's why it happened. So that's the way it is. And um, so we're just going to go ahead and start the episode as usual. And of course, um, we will be thinking about Iwata this week and we'll um, talk about more about this issue in uh, episode 61. So yeah, um, hopefully you're going to join the whole crew in um, giving you know a, a moment's silence for Iwata and thinking about all the cool stuff he did for Nintendo. So yeah, um, with that, let's go and get on with the show. Hello and welcome to Famicast 60, your Famicast for the beginning of July 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bibbins, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> and Ty Sugart. Oh yeah, man, I love video games. <laughs> and returning fan favorite, Mr. Cyrus Delaney. I have an absurd amount of recording equipment around me right now, and none Good. of it works. <laughs> we'll find out at the end if you're who if you're, said that <laughs> if you're able to hear cyrus then well this this works so um yeah we got another exciting show for you here today um lots of cool games that have been out here in japan that we're going to talk about that you can hear about and it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of happy positive stuff <laughs> oh yeah man we got all our post evo stuff out we're, we're we're nintendo fans again yes did you say evil or Evo? Uh, yeah, whatever. It's some gaming E3. event. I don't know. Either way, it's wrong. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Evo is a week from this recording, and I'm super hype about it. Devil's Third. Yeah, <laughs> but we're going to talk about Devil's Third instead for some reason. <laughs> At least not right now. Not yet. <laughs> Always bet on Duke. <laughs> So I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and take a very quick uh, musical break here. On the other side of that, we'll come back with some new business. I'll just get my guitar. Right, and James is going to go ahead and kick us off with new business. Yes, a little bit of um, kind of wrapping up some end game stuff. Uh, I went back to Batman 
um, got my remote batarang out the cupboard, <laughs> uh, dusted it off. Um, it's kind of hard going back to a game that you haven't played in a couple of months. Yeah. Especially a game like um, like Batman, which appears to use every button on the controller twice. <laughs> um, like, you know, like if you press one of the trigger buttons, then, you know, that then changes what other buttons do, you know. Yep. It's incredibly complex and... It no, uses all of... the buttons right up until you get the shock gauntlets. Then you can just use one button for the rest of the game. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but yeah, you get these um, shock gauntlets, like um, Cyrus said, and it's yeah. I guess the the Wii U exclusive <laughs> version of Batman City has something like that. Yeah. Um, what was it called? The the BAT device. So ingenious. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sounds great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but this is in, um, we're talking about Arkham Origins in case, um, we've got some new listeners. Origins. (laughs) Okay. I was thinking Arkham City for a second, but okay. Origins. Yeah. I'm starting at the Origins because, you know, it makes more sense. And then you can't play Arkham Asylum because it's not on the Wii U. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've only got one more Batman game to go and that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Yes. But it's funny because, you know, um, contrasting, you know, me playing Origins, supposedly the worst of the four. And on the um, on the Wii U as well, which you know, <laughs> no one played on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I think um, me and ten other guys. Um, so yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, people fawning over how amazing Arkham Knight is, but you know, I as a PC also, player, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but saying that, um, it, I think it's still a good game, and you know, because it's the first one I have ever played. Um, it's all new to me and I don't have the, um, the kind of fatigue. That's one thing I hear a lot is like people are really loving Arkham Knight, but they're kind of, um, getting the been there, done that kind of vibe. Okay. You know, even though it looks, you know, freaking incredible, you know, Arkham Knight, I mean, looking at videos of it, it's like, wow, just jaw droppingly amazing. Sure. E- uh, you know, even on the PS4 and, uh, Xbox. Um, yeah. Cause the PC one doesn't work. Um, <laughs> It looks amazing, and um, but people are saying, you know, how the combat is pretty much the same, and the Batmobile, you know, some people love it, some people don't, um, so it's kind of interesting to see that. Um, but anyway, this is all new to me, and, you know, I, I'm i a huge Batman fan, and, you know, it's first Batman game I've had, I've played in a long, long time, and it's a really, really good one, and the combat is amazing, and all the gadgets are there and everything, and this the atmosphere is brilliant, and, you know... Through this second time, the second half that I played through, I, I completed it, by the way, like the main part of it anyway. Got the, got to the credits. Okay. It's not, I know it's not, that's not finishing the game. There's a lot more side quests to do, but... Uh, Riddler trophies forever. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But like, um, <laughs> so, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> you got to the credits. <laughs> got to the credits. Um, the, oh yeah, the atmosphere, the... You know, I'm a big fan of like, you know, this kind of dark, um, snowy atmosphere that it has. It reminds me of a game which I loved on PC back in the day, Max Payne. Okay, yeah. Um, the original two. Mm-hmm. You know, I played those. Well, I played the first one. I'm, I must have completed that game about ten times through, like, on every difficulty. You know, even the whatever it was called, uh, the 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 hardest one where you couldn't even save it. Painful. <laughs> Um, something like New York Time or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that game. Not 
not mainly for the, the gameplay was good like, I like the bullet time and everything but like just the kind of the New York and it's like you know it's like I said it's snowing it's nighttime it's very you know brooding moody dark atmosphere just something about it really um, tixes me I also like Sin City the movie mm-hmm. and, you know it's same kind of similar kind of vibe right and Arkham Origins kind of like tickles that itch for me it's uh, it's really good um, I don't know about the other Batman games I mean, Bar- Arkham Knight seems to be raining all the time, <laughs> just so they can show off the rain physics or whatever. That is kind of it. That's the distinguishing feature between the two, is that one Which is weather? raining and one is snowing. <laughs> is Arkham City, what, like, windy or something? Uh, no, Ar- I, mean, the, I mean, I played both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and I don't remember any really weather effects. I could be completely wrong. I mean, it's just dark. I mean, the main difference between those two games is just the, the amount of space that you have to travel around as Batman. You know, and that's about it, really. I mean, atmospheric type of stuff like that, it wasn't really a factor. As far as I remember, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, and, and while you were saying that Origins is supposed to be the worst of the bunch, mm-hmm. like, the games are of such a high standard, like, yeah. way better than should be expected from a superhero tie-in game. Sure. That even exactly. at its lowest, Origins is a fantastic game. Well, it's like saying, it, you know, the worst 3D Mario is Super Mario Sunshine, you know. It's still a good game, even though it's not the best. Hmm. Um, so some niggling things about it, like the <laughs> I was talking about Cyrus uh, to Cyrus about this on on was it Twitter or maybe on the last live show? I don't know, but like um, the glue bombs. <laughs> There's this bit where you have to throw these glue bombs in the water and ride them as a raft. <laughs> and you have to throw them on these air vents that these steam vents that are coming out, and you you have to do it perfectly in one go or you just fall into the water and you have to do it again and i must have done it about 20 times it was so annoying is this like following the train in gta san andreas it's yeah it's just such as it just takes you out the experience it's like why is batman riding a a raft made of glue in sewers (laughs) you know what i mean when you just take it out of the context like 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 that it's like what we're going (laughs) back to the silver age baby (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i didn't appreciate that and the other thing like um Uh, was alluded to before like all these side quests like you look at the map there's like a a billion dots on the map and um nothing is really explained like um like to get the fast travel points you know you can get your bat bat wing (laughs) um i think Mm -hmm. it's called the bat wing um but you have to kind of unblock the signal because um i think it's uh what's his name the riddler or whatever Mm -hmm. he's put all these blockings you know signals everywhere so it, you, you know your batwing can't land or something like some bullshit like that <laughs> and there's like you know 20 of these like you know signals that you have to do but you know i honestly i don't know i i think i did one of them but i don't know how i did it and it's like i don't know i i find these things like you put on you know detective mode and these these things that look like an aerial that looks like you should that's the thing that's um, blocking the signal or whatever and i try all my gadgets on it it doesn't work you know, um, you know, I could look in a guide and tell me, you know, exactly what to do and where they are and everything. But it's just, you know, it should be just. I mean, it seems to be a major part of you know, the story and getting around. But it just doesn't explain it yeah. at all. I'm pretty astounded you managed to finish that game without using any of those jamming things. That's pretty incredible. The, without using what? Without having the the fast transit points unlocked. That you yeah, managed I only to had finish one. the entire game is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do like kind of sweeping around the, yeah, the city. It, it's, and just, it's very fun just doing that. 
yeah, I've managed to finally figure out the gliding, you know, like swooping down, kind of like Mar- Super Mario World's cape. Hmm. It's totally ripped off from Super Mario World, by the way. <laughs> I think this, that Origins may suffer from, like, because it was almost like an expansion pack to Arkham City. It was really heavily built on that game. Okay, so maybe so they were kind be... of expecting you to have to know all this stuff before uh, you went in. Okay, okay. So maybe when I play City, maybe next year or something, I'll <laughs> it'll all make sense to me, and I'll go back and play Origins again. Yeah, I, I'm interested in playing City, but not anytime soon. Like you know, I can already tell that if I play City now or you know in the next couple of months, I would get fatigued by it. Like sure. you know, what people were saying about what's happening with Arkham Knight. So I'm going to leave it a good while, um, and then I can enjoy you know, Arkham City to its fullest. But yeah, much enjoyed. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I got it. And I got, you know, one of the 10 third-party Wii U games. <laughs> so I can check that off my list. I'll move on to, you know, number two. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are Could two be Assassin's of, there Creed There are two four. of those on the Wii U. Yeah, not so interested in three, but oh, yeah, come on. four, oh, well, four okay. definitely looks good. I get it. I get it with you being British and all. <laughs> no, no, no. It just, it just it doesn't look good. To me, but four definitely looks interesting. The pirate uh, theme and everything. Or it could be um, the the other one, the kind of related to a game that's coming on the PS4 and Xbox. The um, uh, God, I, I said does it does X. Oh, okay. Uh, what's it called? Oh, like Human um, Revolution. Human Revolution. Is that what the original one director's was? Director's Cut. I mean, the Wii U one's like Director's Cut or something right. or other. Yeah, yeah, but the new one's called something else, right? Oh. God. Human's World or something. Sure, why not? C- Cyborg Land. Something like that. <laughs> Dave yeah. didn't ask for this edition. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that looks good, so it could be that. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever's cheapest on uh, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, next up, continuing the positive streak, um, moving on to the next first party game, which was on my most wanted list. Um, I've been alluding to this for a good while now, um, Super Mario 3D World. Mm-hmm. Finally got around to getting it. Um, the, the game after this will probably be Splatoon. Um, that'll be my summer game, I think. But yeah, in the meantime, 3D Mario World, and it is freaking amazing. Yep. I bloody love this game. I mean, I was a huge fan of 3D Land, and uh, yeah, as I've mentioned <laughs> previously, Super Mario Sunshine is way down on the list for me. Galaxy... 64, uh, 3D Land, and now this are definitely mm-hmm. up there for mm-hmm. my favorites. I mean, I haven't... Oh well, I've beaten Bowser, <laughs> but it's not finished. Um, I won't spoil anything, but yeah. as you, If anyone's played 3D Land, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it just it just looks amazing. I just love the look of this game, and mm-hmm. adding the extra characters does change a lot and it's nice to that they finally did that you know after all this bullshit you know playing as toads and toads you know cousin or whatever (laughs) in the in the new super mario brothers games sure to finally be able to play as like you know um luigi and the princess is uh pretty cool Mm um but yeah it's just every level it, it reminds me of galaxy in that like every level has just got something unique about it and something fun and it's just designed around, you know, making you smile and just enjoying the level and just, you know, exploring the level, finding the secret, you know, getting the three green stars and the, the stamp and just um, just enjoying yourself. 
There's no, there's no bullshit. There's absolutely no bullshit in this game. Yeah, video it's... games are fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Ty, uh, Ty, have you got this for your Wii U? No, I do not have I... Mario 3D World. I think I think you would like it. It is. It, it gets hard. Um, maybe around like world, like world six, right. and then I think there's like you know plenty of end game stuff. You know, like um, like Star World kind of thing. Right. Um, which is like you know really really hard. I'd ask to borrow it, but you have a Europe region <laughs> system, European. right? Yo, yeah. Pass hey. me some some uh, some Mario World there. Hook a hook a UK brother up. Or close yeah, enough yeah. to UK. Absolutely. I was going to say, I mean, Ty. I, I don't know. Ty, yeah. Danny's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Um, oh, yeah. We, you should let me borrow it. We can maybe arrange that because it's definitely not being played right now. We <laughs> so. encourage all our listeners to purchase their copies of Wii games and support the console. Yes, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> That's <pretty>. rich. It, <laughs> man, I, I would hack this thing and pirate every game in the world if I could. <laughs> One of these days. Now, James, I had a question uh, for you, yeah. and I don't know if this annoyed you at all with the game, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at something like Super Mario sixty four Galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, when you're running around, it's just a matter of you know tilting the control stick a certain to a certain point, and then you're running as fast as you can. Oh, when it's tilting it just a little bit, you're just running, you know, half. You're talking about the run button, right? Right. Does that did that annoy you at all when you played well, the, through the game? No, because I've you know I've completed three D land on the three DS. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with an inferior 3D stick, and that's got the same thing, right? That you have to hold down the run button. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. I was, I was totally ready for that, totally used for that. But yeah, within terms of controls, though, the kind of eight direction instead of you know whatever sixteen directions that you know uh, a regular 3D Mario would have sometimes kind of throws me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as accurate as I would like. Um, but you know, the levels are designed to suit that control method so it doesn't matter it's just me True. being it's just me wanting that you know full 360 degrees no sure um, I, I think i was the same i mean part I mean, of if, if you think about it though if you did have that full control you might actually fall off ledges more because they, they it's more like kind of locking you into one of those eight directions hmm. um because that's kind of what you need to do so it kind of makes sense you know um there are some occasions where you do fall off anyway like <laughs> yeah sure you you think you're just going right, but you're actually going down and right, you know, right. things like that. Right. But that very rarely happens. Um, but it's just, it's, yeah, the controls are tight anyway. Um, yeah, actually, you just reminded me of, like, you know, before 3D Land came out, people were playing, the, or like, E3 or whatever, and people really uh, were thrown by the whole run button in a 3D Mario game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that, those, those were the complaints before people got their hands on the actual game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think most people are used to it by now. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, I think, James, we're kind of talking about this maybe on Twitter or whatnot, but, I mean, it's been about – well, I, I beat the game, you know, 3D World. I beat that last year, um, and I apparently didn't talk about it on the Famicast, or if I did, I, <laughs> I totally forgot to tag it in an episode and can't. Apparently you talked about it on Connectivity. Yeah, so I guess that's a thing. Maybe around the time when it came out, because I think at the time I was playing with other people, which was – it's it can be kind of fun, but it definitely makes the game a lot harder. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I, would, I don't think I would like to play this with other people. Yeah, I <laughs> found myself getting angry <laughs> uh, from time to time. Um, you guys... Maybe just World 1 for fun if you're drunk, but not like for playing it seriously. Right. I think I, I was playing with Josh. You guys might remember him from uh, previous Famicasts. Um, but I was mm-hmm. playing with him once. It was like an auto-scrolling stage. 
Oh God! And I, I kept like moving, and he's like, "Dude, you're not. Why are you moving forward? Look, it's fucking auto scrolling. That's <laughs> get good, get good. I mean, get he's not. Good. He's not really like you know super gamer or anything. But I, dude, we just almost got into like a fight about it, and I was like, and okay. that was the last day. That was the last day he spoke to Josh. <laughs> oh man, yes. Oh, so that's why he wasn't at your wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me jot this down for scrub quotes. <laughs> you remember that game uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Wii? Yeah, it was like the, I have like, that on Xbox. Like what? It's like a top-down uh, like multiplayer arcade brawler. Is that the Silicon oh. Knight? No, that's not the Silicon Knights. It's like Gauntlet. That's Silicon Knights. Yeah, Gauntlet characters. with Marvel characters. And uh, it was a really fun game. Like I played it with all my housemates, and we all around the Wii. It was loads of fun. But the camera controls were attached to the the tilt sensor in the Wiimote. Yuck. So if you like, if you started playing and you relaxed a bit, your hand would like dip to one side, and the camera would start spinning wildly on the stage. <laughs> Jesus <Perfect>. Christ! <laughs> so you're sitting down in a room with four people, like relaxed and playing this game. Someone is going to let their hand slip at some point, and you're not going to be able to tell who it is. The camera is just like is a nightmare in that game. Man, cannot unnecessary motion controls be dead? <laughs> I think they're dead. Not yet. <laughs> We'll have to make sure they stay dead. Good only hope. So yeah, 3D Mario World, 3D World, 3, Super Mario 3D World <laughs> is uh, fantastic. Sounds I mean, good and fun. Yeah, the screenshots you've been posting are, on Twitter are like beautiful. They're so nice just like, looking. Just yeah, you can just go up at that game and just like yeah, take a screenshot and send it. It's just yeah, so good. I like the little time trial ghost thing. That's that's a good idea. Like um, people's me's. Once you complete the level, people's me's appear in the level, and you can you know race them to the finish. Mm-hmm. Race to the finish, <laughs> um, which is a good idea. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's it's yeah. You have to get it. I mean, everyone's probably got it by now, but apart from uh, <laughs> Ty. <laughs> but Cyrus, are you obviously thinking of getting this? Maybe I've never really liked 3D Mario games. Whoa. <laughs> Like I enjoy watching people play them, but whenever I play them, I get bored pretty quick. So okay, and the cat suit is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it actually, it's it's one of the first suits in a while where you know the mechanics that are attached to it are actually fun and they actually do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, the last Mario game I was playing is um, New Super Mario Brothers U, right? And the uh, the friggin' flying squirrel suit, you know. It's it doesn't really add much. It's just it's know, like the it's, poor man's you know leaf. I mean, it's, just, or... it's the same as the uh, you know like the helicopter helmet. I mean, you, you shake the thing and you go higher, and that one you just you know you shake the thing and you go higher and you glide a bit. You know, it's it's pretty much the same thing. But this one is completely new, and they have actually have designed levels and secrets around the catsuit. Hmm. So you might have to stay alive to the end of a level to have the to keep the catsuit to get you know something high up. You know, you can you can run up walls quite high if you get a good jump up you know right and it's it's pretty cool to, to like you know be right at the top of a level and be able to see everything and you know and there's actually the thing i love about these 3d mario games is that they always hide something you know you you put the effort in to get somewhere and it's not just you know a level breaking glitch you know they've actually designed it that way you, there's actually stuff up there to to pick up and to see mm-hmm. and you know that's the kind of nintendo polish that you know I appreciate, you know, other games you would probably just fall through the the level, you know, <laughs> and you would just end up in a 
you know, black space there you can't move, which actually did happen to me in Arkham Origins, by the way. <laughs> I, I somehow, yeah, God. I it's good to know that's still happening in the year of our Lord, 2015. <laughs> I, I was climbing a ladder. I slid down. I went straight through the floor in, into, into a room that I wasn't supposed to go in. And then I, it somehow turned on God mode and I could actually go through any wall in the game and no enemies could see me. <laughs> like I, I I know this happened to a, a game or this happened to me in a recent game. I don't remember which one, but nowadays most developers like they ha- have like a safety net that just like replaces the player back right in the general area where they were if, in the the one in Kind of like a racing tents. game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that's that's a nice safety net to have. But you know, if you just get like fucked up Put put in the 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 twilight zone. Yes, yeah. in the it in this recent of a game that is hilarious to me. Yeah, and it wasn't a, a fun god mode because I couldn't actually like uh, it disabled the punching and <laughs> yeah. the, the, the grapple. Like, like you basically have to shut off the game and yeah, basically yeah. All, all I could do was walk everywhere, so it was a bit crap. So that's how you beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next up, uh, I bought Ryu in Smash mm-hmm. um, on the 3DS and the the Wii U. And thanks to region locking, I had to buy it twice. Yay! Because mm, I got a Japanese 3DS and a British uh, Wii U. So yeah, I had to pay six squids on the Wii U and then whatever, 600 yen on the 3DS. That's so, yeah, great. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah, I also fell into that trap. <sighs> Yeah, Suckers. actually, yeah, I think you mentioned that last uh, the live episode, right? Yeah, I I only got Ryu on both consoles. I didn't bother with the rest. Ryu and uh, Mewtwo. Yeah, I, I only got Ryu. Yeah, sod the rest of them. I got the rest on my Wii U, so I have a full set, but I didn't get uh, them both consoles. Clone characters? No, thank you. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been trying to practice the doing the moves like the proper way, you know, the Street Fighter way, and there was something that I instantly noticed is that the d-pad is taunts yes so shit (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that's you know something you don't realize you're like oh yeah i'll just oh fuck why is he taunting get wrecked uh (laughs) so yeah it's a bit trickier than you would think um do you have the setup for the infinite down the the, i got the dragon punch down and the, the fireball down uh pretty much like yeah the fire one Oh if man, let me tell you, you, the introduction of this character into Smash Bros. was a windfall for tr- for scrub quotes. <laughs> I, I have been enjoying every day of it. It's fantastic. Man, I, are you aware that quarter circle motions have killed <laughs> Smash Brothers? <laughs> the game Stop is cheating. dead. You can't play it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it, it takes a lot of skill to do that. So, it, even um, even for me, it. like I've I've played Street Fighter for my whole life. I went to Evo in Las Vegas last year just to play Street Fighter. Wow. I have trouble doing these quarter circle motions on the on well, the Wii U pad. That's oh. why people that's why people like Ty buy arcade sticks, right? Because you know control sticks on on controllers are not good for that kind of thing. Wii U pad is just too pro for me. <laughs> so yeah, it would be nice to use the D-pad or you know switch the taunt. Actually, maybe you can. Maybe maybe don't I'm getting ahead of myself. Don't maybe get you can control. You don't can customize here. all the controls. 
Right? In, in Smash Defense, they do offer a ridiculous amount of customization. So maybe oh, you shit. can. Maybe you can. Actually, I should try that. Okay, I'll I'll keep that uh, complaint on hold until I find out. Yeah, put you a might pin be able in that. to switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, you might be able to switch D-pad and control stick. Anyway. But yeah, I like... Uh, Ryu is cool, and I like his stage. Um, although, it, it's kind of weird how it kind of... The right side of the stage kind of, like, stops scrolling, and you just kind of, like... You know, oh, it's a walk-off uh, stage. It's a walk... Yeah, it's a walk-off stage. It's kind of weird. Why doesn't it just have a, an edge, like everything else it's kind of weird it feels like you know they forgot to you know model that the right side of the stage there are a few <laughs> stages that have the walk-offs but his one does feel a bit weird yeah but like something like the earthbound one like you know where it's the town and you, you you've got the, the the street and everything walking off that kind of makes sense but like with this one it's like the left it, has got the ed- ledge right so yeah. why doesn't the right have it yeah and i did the obligatory you know eight man smash with dew on his stage and it was it was chaos and it was glorious yeah and i like his final smash uh how you got two versions oh yeah yeah it's pretty cool again scrub quotes he's way overpowered (laughs) oh yeah and two finishers it's it's very satisfying to finish someone with a a short you can like a proper one like if you do the the actual street fighter move and then you can really kick some have you seen that that, like, like the focus attack infinite combo the the gut punch yeah thing. yeah the one where he charges up and he hits you with like a yeah new and like uh, apparently you can do that in a loop if you somehow get a fat character to get hit with it from <laughs> behind, from behind yeah. I think it is and they they kind of stagger back into the punch so you just keep yeah. punching them so it's an absurd um, setup so if you get it you've earned it so that'll be patched <laughs> oh yeah we should mention that the you can now do YouTube. Um, yeah, replays. that was totally out of nowhere. That was really interesting. To think wow. That. So the replays won't get deleted every time they update the game. Yeah. Which is good. I should do that. Wow, actually. that's I mean, a nice feature that modern yeah. video games have. Yes. Um, okay, I, I'll I'll pass it on to someone else because I got like... I was going to talk about the uh, E3 indies, but I've been talking for a while. Okay. I'll come back to those. Okay. Cool. I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break here and be back on the other side with some more new business. All right, and Ty is going to go ahead and continue on with new business here. All right. Uh, let's pretend I play my Wii U. <laughs> we all know that's a lie. <laughs> okay, there are some games coming up I'm looking forward to on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that aside, let's see. I tried uh, Smite for the first time. I Okay, so that's a MOBA game. Let me you say, know. please explain this. I have no idea what this is. Okay, Smite is a MOBA game, uh, but... There's an Xbox One version. It's in beta, and I got a beta code a while back. And I was trying it out, and I had, like, the full-on MOBA experience where you get, like, put in, like, a three-on-three or a five-on-five game where you're, you know, you move around this battlefield, you try to control territory, knock down towers, kill the other players, whatever. 
So I have a guy on my team that, you know, he doesn't know how to play video games. <laughs> and then I have another guy on my team that only speaks a language I can't identify. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking it was like uh, Czech, Czechoslovakian, something sure. like that. I have no idea. British English, whatever. British English, <laughs> yeah. I live on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I want to try it again this weekend with, so uh, I can get some friends that, you know, will also be awake at the same time I am. Because, you know, living in Japan... Uh, you know how it is. Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's fun. It's funny. I mean, I still hate MOBAs, but <laughs> I want those achievements. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's One see. Does. Yeah. Right now, there's a big Xbox Live summer sale going on. You know, a lot of people don't know about this kind of thing, but Xbox does like pretty big sales every six months. Like not not too unlike Steam sales. And pretty much all of my favorite games are on sale right now. So I'd have bought them if I didn't already own them. Like Rise. Oh, Ty, you just reminded me. I have to, I have to eat a bit of crow um, on your behalf. Eat it. Because I was, I was making fun of you um, for the fact that Xbox One is not backwards compatible and all, all of those thousands of dollars of, that you spent on Xbox 360 arcade games don't transfer over. Yeah. And yeah, they pretty much, you know, they did the good deed, and they uh, they're working on it, right? Yeah, you that's in the works. Yeah, and good for them. Yeah, it's not complete reverse compatibility. I, I it's on a per game basis because because I imagine <laughs> there's some work involved. Yeah, because like, they're emulating each individual one, kind of like Virtual Console, I think. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it is a lot of work, so I was surprised they announced it too. I doff my hat to them, and uh, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, that's neat. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I I still have my Xbox 360. It's not like I traded it in. I still have my two (laughs) Xbox 360s of different regions. Take it into into GameSpot. (laughs) Not GameSpot, GameStop, and get a couple of dollars for it. Yep. When I first came to Japan, I brought my Xbox with me. And it was cheaper to buy a new Xbox here with another <laughs> cable, just so I could plug it in, than it was to buy a, like a converter unit. Oh yeah, you have to worry about all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, European problems. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, Actually, it's not so bad. Okay. Yeah. I I just bought a Japanese uh, Wii U power adapter, and it worked, no problem. Oh yeah, that's right. Just for like you know, thousand yen or something. Cool. All right, well, moving on from Smite. Oh, eh. one note about Smite. Okay, all the characters are like based on, you know, different gods from, like, different parts of the world and stuff. Yes, it's just it's just a MOBA, man. It's it's <laughs> nothing revolutionary. So one of, the, one of the gods you can play, one of the free ones now is Ra, the, the kind of, like, hawk-headed Egyptian god. Okay. And he has like a custom skin that turns him into a bald eagle. <laughs> and like <laughs> and he's got like those ridiculous stars and stripes uniform and it, it, it also changes his voice lines to like all this ridiculous American stuff. Good. So, uh, I recommend checking that out. 
Did he play that on Traitor Day? What do you call it in America? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kill All Lobsterbacks Day. (laughs) (laughs) Traitor Day. Traitor Day. That's what we call it in the UK. I like it. I like it. (laughs) We're never having you back. (laughs) You you can keep your your health care the way it is. We've been disowned. (laughs) The estranged son. (laughs) Okay. Um... So during the sale, since I already have all the games I like except one, I bought that one. <laughs> and so I now have the the Borderlands two pack. Mm-hmm. Um, Dang it! I was hoping you got that on Steam. Yeah, I might get it on S- Steam when it's a dollar and I have a better computer. <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, it was on the humble bundle. Oh yeah, it'll probably be in again by the time I get a really good PC, and I'm gonna get one for Street Fighter Five and Shenmue because like. I want to evade buying a PlayStation <laughs> 4 for as long as possible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Borderlands 2-pack, that's cool. Uh, you shoot guys and you collect loot. Reads repeat for a long time. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I think I mentioned before, I just like uh, the simple sh- satisfaction you get from, you know, shooting people in a video game. And Borderland is very, very funny. Like, I've been playing through the, the same pack, and, yeah. like, it's so funnily written, a lot of these quests. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, on a related note, um, so, since I have some more free time, I'll, I'll talk about why in a minute. Um, I've also been catching up on the Telltale Games mega super pack that I bought. Oh, and that cool. includes the the Borderlands Telltale game and the Game of Thrones and they both had new episodes very recently. So, that's fun. Is Back to the Future in that? I don't think so. No, no. but I mean, that, Telltale. That is Telltale, but it was like last gen, it was before even like The Walking Dead. Yeah, this is like the really? Telltale Games pack is like Walking Dead on forward. So there's still like games that are getting new episodes now are in that pack that I bought a while ago. Actually, Ty, like a couple of weeks ago, they had a flash sale on PSN, and I got the Game of Thrones season pass for fifty percent off. So it was like twelve bucks or something. Yeah. So yeah. I bought that, and I, I played through the first episode and absolutely loved it. My wife was watching me play because we recently we had been watching the Japanese. Uh, subtitled version, not dub. Cool. I could have. I mean, it's Blu-ray, so I could have put on the dubs, but that's stupid. No, <laughs> yeah. you don't know so nothing, do Jon Snow. Sorry, <laughs> <I>, Jon Snow. <laughs> it would have been bad, but you know. So we watched that, and so she was kind of interested in seeing this game. So we, I played it, and she was watching me play, and yeah, she really enjoyed it, and I did too. And um, yeah, man, cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. I I'm fully engaged in it. Although I like the Borderlands one a little more, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's a, it's the exact same gameplay style as you know that and you know Walking Dead, but you know Borderlands has this kind of tw- twisted humor to it. Um, yeah, yeah. They have a very casual relationship with death in that in those games. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel like there's a lot of freedom to write stuff in that game, and and the character the characters are very fun. They really pop, so I like that, and it's cool that it's been tying in with this dumb game where I shoot people. 
<laughs> so that's fun. I'm looking forward to the next couple episodes, and I'm looking forward to the the last episode of the Game of Thrones. Yep. Is Game of Thrones that popular in Japan? Does anyone know? Um, not really. <laughs> yeah, none of my older students know what it is. Yeah, no. yeah, it's it's a pretty niche type of thing. Like, I, I was like uh, niche. Excuse me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised because I got like season one through three on Blu-ray here for actually a pretty reasonable price <laughs> for twenty thousand yen. No, each. no, 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 no. God, I mean, no. It's per a, episode. No, for all together, I think that was like eight thousand yen or something. It wasn't that for, bad. For what? For for what? How many Season series? One through three. That was like thirty, okay, epi- 30 episodes or something. Maybe even like Ichiman and like ten. 000. For Japan, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah it and is. then I still se- see boxes of X Files for like six times that. Yeah, but then I, I got I also <laughs> per got, episode. I also got season four. It just came out like in at the in the middle of June, and I was kind of surprised that it even continued on because for the longest time I didn't even see it listed on Amazon. So I was thinking, oh god, they're not going to continue doing this, but. Apparently, the TV channel that they show this on, like some bullshit satellite type of thing that nobody has. Wow, wow. It's not wow, wow. It's something else. Hulu? <laughs> no, I, if it was Hulu, then I'd be watching that shit for free. Well, you know, for like 10 bucks a month or something. But... Is, it, is it just called Game Ob Thrones? Yes, in Katakana. Okay. In Katakana. Exactly. And it's a lot of sounds that don't exist in Japanese there. Precisely. Actually, <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious when my wife. She, she's trying to remember the Stark's name and also this name of the show. And first she was like, she's trying, talking about this to one of my buddies who really knows about the show. And she's like, yeah, I've been watching that show. Uh, what's it called? Game of Salamander. <laughs> my friend was like, what? And then she's talking to me one time. She's like, yeah, you know, like the family, uh, what's his name? Scooter. And no, actually it's, it's Stark. Man, I want to watch your version. This sounds way easier to remember. Than right? This. Yeah, Ned Scooter and, uh, you know, Game of Salamander, my favorite. Rob Scooter, John Scooter. Well, no, he's yes. not a full-fledged Scooter everyone, yet. Everyone should stop listening now and, and listen to the honest trailers of uh, Game of Thrones. It's pretty hilarious. I'll check it out. And they, they make fun of all the stupid names that in it. Okay, so that's that, that's fun. Game of Thrones is fun. So I've had uh, time to play all these games because it is no longer June, and I have finished <laughs> my oh, yeah. monthly Hikokimori full-on KI <laughs> all day every day. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to guess which rank I got. Um, I think you got. Let's see, seventeen. Okay. Well, I was twelve, so I'm guessing you were thirteenth. Pretty close. Not I really. Have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so Killer Instinct has a a monthly leaderboard that resets every month, and the top 32 get a gold star on their profile. Oh my god! Yeah, my students will go nuts for this. Yeah. So anyway, I went ham all month, and I'm pleased to announce that I got sixth place. Wow. Yeah. A winner is you. Yes, sixth mark. place worldwide. A winner is the five guys above him. <laughs> yeah, if I had like another hour or two, I would have been fifth. That's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, if I didn't have to work to live, I could add first, but whatever. <laughs> Loser. You got to bring that neat game to this boy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Tai, you just dropped in some heavy Japanese there. I wonder if people know what hikokomori is. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, the Japanese term for like a complete shut-in. <laughs> yeah, 
it's literally a guy who does a guy I'm, i say guy it's 90 percent of the time it's a guy yeah. <laughs> who doesn't leave his bedroom yeah at all yeah at all like all their their parents will just give them their food directly to their door that kind of stuff slip it through the slot the very de definition of your parents help you set it up but set it up is like everything in your life yeah not just your nintendo so that good times that's good uh i wish i w could go to evo next week but i'm too poor <laughs> but you know like uh la the people who got top eight last year like um there's a couple of them i run into on a regular basis online and you know okay one guy gutter magic like i don't think i've ever taken a set off him uh i did take a set off What's his name? Gamer LCD. I think that's the guy that won. So, yeah. I I would like to go and maybe have a shot at top eight, but uh, I can't. Start saving your pennies, man. Yeah. Th there's a tournament here in Japan. There's a combo clash in, like, August or September, so I'm going to go to that. Like, because the, there was only, like, 400 people entered Killer Instinct at EVO. So, like, the, <laughs> yeah. the top prize is, like, $26,000 or something. Yeah, they, well, no, the I, yeah, it's like, it's like 30k. They, <laughs> like, almost all the games at Evo have a big fat pot bonus from, like, the game publisher or somebody. Except Marvel doesn't. Because, well, yeah, I think Marvel and Capcom have kind of disowned that one. Well, they Marvel has, like, a, a weird licensing thing where they only license to one game company at a time. And, you know, it's in nobody's interest to promote the game farther. Other than the players, that is. And, you know, that's probably one of the hardest games to win. Jesus Christ. So, uh, I'm looking forward to going Hikokimori for three more days next week when I watch Evo on, like, eight screens at once in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the ending of Watchmen. I got to talk to you about, like, setting up sort of, some sort of Evo watching thing because... Yeah, uh, a lot of the Japanese players uh, set up a thing in Tokyo. Mm, yeah, maybe Ty, maybe. Ty, who brings your food? Uh, I just your go Xbox? To, I just go to the convenience and like eat only prepackaged food. <laughs> <laughs> no, just ask ask your Xbox. That gets stuff delivered straight to your door, right? Yeah, I remember it was either WoW or EverQuest back in the day. Uh, had a deliver pizza button. <laughs> there you go. That is terrifying. Shameful. You like you like Doritos, right? Yeah, dude. Hashtag MLG. <laughs> I recently re 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 retweeted the um, the classic Doritos uh, video. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Surrounded surrounded by Doritos and Mountain Dew, <laughs> yeah. talking about uh, Halo Four. Man alive! Those, get those extra bonus points. Oh man, do they do they still have gamer fuel in the U.S. like every summer? I think I think that isn't it like Destiny now. Yeah, Destiny is all about that gamer fuel. Oh man! You need it. You need it, man. When I was living in America and I was like twenty pounds heavier, uh, <laughs> I love gamer fuel, <laughs> and I love playing Halo every day. I was the worst, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so oh, you could only get like you know, the first year it was like Halo gamer fuel, that, and you know it was like this weird orange Mountain Dew. 
It was kind of like orange slash cookie dough or something Whoa, fucking disgusting. What? <laughs> Never quote those two things in a sentence again. Mountain. Okay. What the, what the hell? So is anyway, you know I love this shit because you know I hate my is, body. Is your, is your piss transparent and boring? Yeah. And uh, why not liven it up? Make it green and orange. Like I had this whole crew that came, came over and we played Halo all the time. And, you know, we drank a lot of gamer fuel because... MLG. Reasons. Yeah, hashtag MLG. <laughs> so, you know, the promotion ended, and, you know, there was no more gamer fuel after a while, and we were kind of sad. And then, you know... Life had no meaning. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Mario, if you're playing a level you don't know really well, and you jump, and you're, like, hit an invisible block, and there's one up in it, and it's, like, the most amazing thing in the world... Now, if you find a can of gamer fuel in your house, like between couch cushions or something, you know, it's like, it's like the same thing, especially if it's like six months out of season. It's like, wow. So so all my friends started referring to uh, gamer fuel as one-ups. It's like pissing blood with only some of the side effects. Yeah. That was a regular Crusty-O. <laughs> so yeah that, there, there's a window into my shameful past uh okay as for games i've been playing you know that's it except for state of decay which is really good and i'm at like level 17 survival uh, achievements end at level six <laughs> so, it, so why are you still playing yeah i still play this game because it's very addictive and I want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes in survival mode. Okay. Because, like, you know, right now it's like one fuck up and your character dies. <laughs> so there, there's that. I heard it goes to at least 99. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it looks like you're going to be busy. Yeah. It's a game you can play for a little bit, and then, like, things happen while you're not playing. Okay. So there's a slight persistent element to it. So I can just drop in, like, run missions for half an hour. And it, you know, sometimes it becomes two hours because I'm having fun. And then, you know, I'll wrap it up when, uh, say, yeah, when when there's something that takes time. So that's fun. I really look forward to these guys making a sequel to this game because it's it's incredibly fun. But it has a lot of rough edges, like, you know, bugs and I think gameplay mechanics that haven't been super well thought out. But it's still very endearing to me, and I'm going to keep playing it, and I really look forward to these guys making a new game. That's it for me. Cool. Looking forward to uh, getting uh, the Igarashi Kickstarter game, Bloodstained, and uh, the new Shantae game by Wave Forward. The hey, hold your horses one. on the Iganashi one. You're going to be waiting another two to three years. But... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know, these are games that are coming out on Wii U, and I want yeah. to hype the Wii U a little bit, even though these are coming out on other systems that I'll Don't buy them be on. silly. The Wii U won't be around in two years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for me. Cool. Well, we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break here and be back with some more new business. Yay.
All right, and Cyrus is going to go ahead and continue on with some new business. So I've mainly recently, like the last week, I've been going to hardcore on Borderlands 2, like Ty. Uh -huh. And uh, I got it in like the Humble Bundle. And it was It's pretty fun. Like you said, it's just mindless shooting. It's just fun, good shooting. But I think a bunch of people all bought it at the same time in the hum Humble Bundle. So all of us are kind of like, I don't know any of these people that are like joining my game. Uh -huh. But we're all kind of at the same place in the story. We're all kind of the same level. And uh, so it's been fun. Like, I I know these people, even though none of us talk to each other. It's like, hey, it's that guy. I know how he plays. <laughs> and then I stopped playing for, like, a, a couple of days because I got really busy in work. <laughs> and when I came back, everyone had, like, leveled ten levels past me. And now I can't <laughs> play with them anymore. <laughs> I feel so alone. <laughs> but, uh... Aside yes. from that, I've been playing a lot of Nintendo stuff, which mm -hmm. is a big change for me. What? I know, right? So, uh, I've been playing... You've got to be of... squidding me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I can't tell if you're squidding with that remark or just playing kidding. Um, but, yeah, anyway, aside from that <laughs> joke, I've been playing lots of Splatoon, so... Splatoon is, like, one of the greatest games ever made. I cannot get enough of this game. Wow, that's a bold statement. It is, like, it's the reason I finally bought a Wii U, because I got obsessed with the Inklings. Mm -hmm. And just the general, like, that, that visual style, like the, the World Ends With You, Jet Set Radio, that kind of urban Tokyo look. Sure, yeah. Is that, like, I love that. And Splatoon nails it so perfectly. That plaza does look amazing. Mm-hmm. And it, and like it has that like you were saying about the Nintendo 3D platformers, it has that that quality touch where everything is just polished. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was watching just a random clip from a Treehouse event. Like one of the, they pointed out that depending on how high you jump and land on ink, it does a different sploosh sound. Oh yeah, right, <laughs> right, it's right. Like, and it's like, why would they even do that? No one would notice that. And it's still there. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. So, Sai, have you been playing a lot online? Or did you play one player or all of it? Or like... I I went because I have all the amiibos, so I went through all of single player, <laughs> of course you do. and then the three entire single player campaigns each of the amiibo has on them. Uh -huh. So that's the most annoying DLC locked content. Well, to say I, I have all three amiibo, but it's the three pack, so I haven't opened it yet because right now. It's incredibly rare, at least here in Japan. Yes. Like, it's reselling for upwards of, like, 18,000 yen. Probably, like, Jesus. 150 bucks. Yeah, I think right now the single guys are having, a, like, a limited restock. Right, Guys right, and right. girls are available right now, and squids are in next week. I well, I thought Nintendo said that, well, yeah, they, they said, like, on Twitter, NCL, they said something like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, like, reprint more of the, or reproduce more of these things, which... I don't know how they can get it out so fast because allegedly a couple of months ago they said, "Hey, it takes two months to produce amiibo." So yeah, and even just to ship it from China, like it takes a long yeah. time to do this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't. Okay, this is just total idiocracy here, but I wouldn't mind buying these again so I could actually use them in my game. But. And that's the end of the podcast, everyone. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, but like, I like, I, I like Amiibo. I think they're kind of they're a cool idea. But uh -huh. 
The Splatoon ones definitely, they, they crossed the line of how much content they locked behind these amiibo. Well, isn't, isn't it just remixed stuff that's already in the game? It's, it's like, so you play the single-player campaign, it's about 30 levels, and it's really fun. Then, But in the single-player campaign, you can only use a regular like machine gun. Okay, so it's just playing that with a different gun. It's play, yeah. It's play most of the campaign again with a different gun, which does change the game a lot, because the levels are very carefully designed around the machine gun. Does it though? It actually does, because the, the guns are very different in Splatoon. How they work and how they function is Absolutely. very unique. Absolutely. So, like, well, he, well, Danny, you're gonna have to buy another set because I'm not gonna buy them, and you know, I might want to play these levels. So you're gonna have to lend me them. So yeah. And and what what is also unlocked is that while you're playing, while you're matchmaking, like online, while you're waiting for games, you can play a mini game on the the Wii mode, or the the Wii pad, whatever it's called. Gamepad. So they're like <laughs> yeah, gamepad that thing. So the they're all like they're kind of like Atari games or old NES games. And each amiibo has a, a mini game locked on it. So mm -hmm. if you want to have the full suite of mini games to play, they're, they're they're unlocked permanently after that, right? Yeah, once you unlock them on the amiibo, they're unlocked permanently in your but, game. But the the amiibo challenges you need to touch it to kind of start it, right? Yeah. So so you kind of need an amiibo, a permanent one on your shelf to play those. Yeah, you need to put the amiibo down then you can play those levels and after you finish five levels it gives you one unlock for the game, like one piece of clothing one new gun or one new minigame. Okay. So there is a lot of stuff on the amiibo and they're so rare to get, it's really unfair to lock this stuff away from people who right. can't I mean, physically buy it. Yeah, right now, I mean, for the boy and the girl here in Japan, they're going for about 3000 a piece. But if you want to get the squid, that's going for upwards of like 8000 or so. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I literally walked for like 40 kilometers across two days <laughs> looking for one of those guys. Christ, just go to Amazon. I mean... At least you don't have to move. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's Amiibo. The game itself is really, really awesome. Mm -hmm. And and I actually love at the, like the way they run the game, as probably everyone listening already knows, is the that like it had this very small set of content when it first launched and over the weeks they unlock new guns and new stages. And uh, so it kinda keeps the game fresh. Right. For so everyone didn't unlock everything within seconds. Right, and that, that's been kind of, I mean, that's been kind of a good thing, yeah. too. I mean, I bought the game when it, the first day it came out here, and it's, I mean, yeah, it was a bit limited, but I was still, at the time, even when it was a really, there was a really limited amount of stuff you can do with it, I was still finding myself having a lot of fun with it, but over the past month or so, I mean, with all these different guns and stages that are coming out, particularly, like, you know, for online stuff, it's just, yeah, there's just all sorts of cool stuff, a lot more cool did, stages and stuff. Did you, um, did you hear the interview with the producer i think it was e3 or after the after e3 and he said he was shocked that people reached so many people reached level 20 oh, yeah. so quickly Dude. and he said I, he was worried for the for like lifestyle for the lifestyle yeah the <laughs> lifestyles of some gamers or something are you kidding like, do you not know video gamers yeah it doesn't even take that long to get to level 20 I yeah mean. even like i haven't been playing it a ton i've just been playing it like pretty you know, regularly, and I'm at, like, level 18 without really trying. Yeah, I played, like, an hour a day from launch for about a month, and then I think maybe in, like, 25 hours, I got up to, like, level 20. And I was, like, playing online exclusively only, 
But, you know, in about less than a month, I was already level 20, you know, rank 20. And it's not that hard to get there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny to hear him say that. <laughs> but on that note know. of, like, the, the new content coming, there's a new level. I think it's coming out tonight at the time of this is recording. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it looks really cool. It's one mm-hmm. of the most unique levels. It's kind of like... It's, it's very vertical. It's like each each side of the map is like classic Donkey Kong level, mm-hmm. like with girders going up in ramps. Right. And uh, so it looks totally bizarre compared to the other maps. So I'm excited to try that one out. But by the way, these time lock things, I mean, I've talked about this before and actually RFN talked about this um, same thing, how, you know, the review code only had like, you know, whatever, four maps, but there were loads of maps on the disc <laughs> that had just been unlocked gradually over time. Is it? Um, it's 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 not time locked from the day, the day you start playing it. No. Like for example, when I when I buy it in August or whatever, I will have you know whatever twenty maps and all these weapons from the get go, right? Yeah, you'll have everything unlocked. So the whole kind of slowly unlocking stuff is completely meaningless to people who buy it. You know, the month or two months after. I mean, like. for the guns, I mean that's usually based on level. Even stuff that maybe you can that unlocks later on down yeah, the line. But the modes and levels, they'll be just there, right? Right. More or so less. So someone who buys it at Christmas, you know, they're gonna have like shit ton of stuff. Like from the moment they put the disc in, right? I think I on one That's side weird. as well, I actually yeah, it is it is definitely it's a weird situation. But I kind of I usually don't like the way Nintendo handholds everyone all the time. But in this case I think it's actually been good for the game where they they only had kind of simple weapons and simple stages at the start. And over time, they've unlocked more advanced weapons and more advanced maps. Mm-hmm. So people have grown into them very easily. Yeah, I think why they're doing it is is just that they don't want the the bubble to burst yes, so that quickly. Too. I mean, it's it's a big worry for online games, right? I mean, even things like Destiny. You know, people just jumping ship, you know, four weeks after it came out. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we talked about this worry, right? How Splatoon could just be, just fall off the radar immediately after launch. And it hasn't happened because of this slow trickle. So it's a weird way of doing it. And some people might be frustrated by that, but, you know, it I'm, seems to be yeah, working. I'm actually shocked at how few people are angry about it. Like, it's the kind of thing, locked content on the disc, but people haven't been going nuts over it, so... One one thing I thought, and this could be completely wrong, and please feel free to say something about this, guys, even you guys out there listening, too. You're wrong. Get good. <laughs> yeah, pro- Get good. Probably. <laughs> no, but, I mean, what if maybe one of the reasons why they had this stuff locked up is because they just wanted to do, you know, keep it along for further testing and stuff? I mean, that seems the most, one of the most, like, one of the most logical things to me, other than the fact, like, you know, like you're saying, just to spread things out, just to keep an even flow of stuff coming out to yeah, make the game seem interesting. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe the stuff's on the disc, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's ready to go, more or less, you know? Like, online with other people. Well, um, there's only been one update to Splatoon. I, it... there's, been, there's been a couple. It's like 1.3 okay. right now. Oh, okay. I've, I've only had it since one update was released. So. Okay. So, so what Danny might mean is that, you know, the levels... You know, the weapons are ready, they're there on the disc, but they could think, oh shit, this is like way overpowered. We didn't realize that people were going to use it in this way. And they can just patch that little bit of code. And then when it unlocks, you know, the next week, it's perfect. 
So something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a possibility. Although I, I'm thinking it's more likely that it's purely business reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine the core reason was just to stretch out the lifespan of it. Yeah. And like Cyrus said, I mean, personally, I mean, I've had the game since launch. I have no ill will towards the practices that have been going through this, even if that is the case, if there's some kind of business-related thing, because I've been having a lot of fun with this game. I, I think it's a, it's just a lot of fun to play, especially online. Um, it's pretty competitive scene, and single-player, which I've finally gotten into over the past couple of weeks, uh, I've been really enjoying that. It's pretty cool to see some of the inventive things that they've done in the levels, and uh, a lot of fun to play. And on that single-player thing, it's really easy. The whole game is, like, super easy, the single-player. Mm -hmm. But the last boss is one of the best last bosses I have played in a long time. Have not got there yet. He is... Su <laughs> it is super cool. I was, like, grinning like an idiot the whole way through. <laughs> reminds me a lot of Galaxy, the look and style of the single-player, which is good. Yeah, life. it's just a bunch of random shapes in space. They don't try and build a level, they just try and build something fun to play on. I like it, I like it, like the sound of it. Cool. And one last thing I want to touch on on this, because it relates to the other game, I've played a bit of Smash Bros. too, mm -hmm. is uh, the Miiverse integration on Splatoon uh -oh. is amazing. Uh-oh. Miiverse integration. And this is what I want to broach onto with Smash. Uh-oh. Is that... <laughs> so in Splatoon, the idea is in your like lobby area, you can draw on your Wii board or your gamepad or your Wii Majigger, and uh, and you can draw pictures, and, and it shows up on the Miiverse, and the Miiverse posts show up in-game over the other players' heads, and people have been turning out these amazing pieces of art on the Miiverse, and it's really fun checking them out. Meanwhile... Then, meanwhile in <laughs> Smash, they added in a new stage to Smash recently, with uh, where it's a Miiverse stage, and... After every game, you're prompted to like, "Hey, write a message on the on the board," and <laughs> yeah, so and your message will then appear that. in the background of the stage for all the other Smash players to see. If you, if you see if you play as Roy, then it just says you paid too much <laughs> yes. in the background. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> and so there's there's rampant insults. There's cocks everywhere. It's, <laughs> and it's just. It's it's such a head like head face slapping. Just it's like it's so poorly implemented the way they did it. Well, at least they got the, at least they got the dicks in. Oh man, they got so many dicks in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might as well just rename it. You know, the flying dicks yeah, stage. Yeah, like I I so hate weird. the stage, and and it's the main reason that I think it's down to is that because Splatoon, when you're drawing on the Mii board, you can only do it when you're in the the offline hub. It's like, this is my chill-out time, it's where I buy my weapons, it's where I do my thing. And so I can spend some time, I can draw a quality picture. But with Smash, it prompts you to draw on it immediately when you finish a game. And <sighs> so everyone is like, fucking yeah. salt! And draw a quick message like, fucking reuse overpowered, show you can broken. And then it's cocks. I suck at video and games, then, cocks, whatever. Yeah. And then, oh, and they just hit send and they're on to the next game so it's delicious like, it's, it, it's like the taste it's... of xbox live brought on home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's like if they just remove this prompt that like tells you to do it at the end of the stage and just because there's already an option menu like somewhere buried in a labyrinth that is brawl or 
Smash Brothers insane menu system. Worst menu ever. <laughs> so you can go directly into the draw on Miiverse post somewhere there. If they just made that the only way to do it, it would be amazing. There will be like at least 80% less cocks. And of course this is way better than having voice chat, right? Because, you know, this protects the kids. Yeah, well, I, I don't want <laughs> from, cocks in my ears as dogs. well as my eyes. <laughs> what is the internet? I only use fax machines. Hashtag Japan. <laughs> okay, that's my, that's my one big complaint. I'm trying to be nice to Nintendo this week, but fuck you, Miiverse. Do it right. Complaint? That sounds like pretty solid praise to me. So, Cyrus, I got a serious question. You know, when you do the Splatoon... Uh, Miiverse pictures. I noticed that some of them are like on the walls, or like on the TV monitors. Yeah. In the thing is that is that Nintendo produced or is that? No, those know, are user people? produced. So they the, that's what I love about the Miiverse is they appear in speech bubbles over the person who drew its head, but then they randomly choose some popular Miiverse posts, um, and they get ones. they get yeah. splattered as graffiti on the walls, or they show up on TVs, or during the splat or the the what was it called the. Splatfest, yeah. There was. Oh yeah, you should talk about that. Did you contribute? Very briefly. I was doing some art commission work, so I had very little time that weekend. But uh, I popped in just for a couple of games to get some free. So the, there's a there's a feature article on NWR right now by Justin Barubi, and he uh, complains that you know it's more based on the popularity like you know cats versus dogs you know dogs were more popular even though the cats were better players yeah the cats so the won way more won. games or something yeah the cats the cats won more games but the dogs were more popular so the dogs won yeah which was very very silly and of course J- japan was a sponsored uh commercial sponsor of like a noodle oh it was instant the, ramen it was company. the second one that, that we've done here son um, the the bread and rice was the the classic. Oh yeah, Arth- so yeah, so who- that might be a bit confusing to like. We should explain that the cultural aspect of that. The first thing that a Japanese person will say to you when you arrive in Japan is like, "Do you like bread or rice?" Which basically what the what the the hidden meaning behind that question is. Do you love uh, Japan you or like, hate it? Yeah. Do you love Japan or do you want to fuck off back to where you came from <laughs> and eat bread? <laughs> Also, true fact, most Japanese people think Americans and all other countries, which are just America, live entirely on bread. Yes. Even though the better, more accurate question would be like rice or potatoes, which is the staple of, you know, a Western diet, not fucking bread. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's I, why. I, it was very Japanese, that yes. question. So so who who did enter Splatfest here? Who played Me. Splatoon? I did. Just you? I did, so, the, the, I did the bread and rice. So which which did you vote in on? I think you already know. Bread fuck yeah, bread. <laughs> yeah, I did. You did. Bread. I and think... did you do ramen? Actually, for that one, I there were there were two different types of this brand of ramen. There, I so I was like, I didn't even know. I talked to my wife. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was like two different types of flavors of this ramen, and one was just wildly generally well, maybe not wildly, but generally more popular than the other. And I think they had like names like one was like Tanuki something something, yeah, tanuki and, and the other yeah, was something. Zaru or something. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it's just it seemed like the one that was the Tanuki one, if I'm remembering correctly, was just more popular here in general, and uh, it, that ended up winning. I think in terms of wins, and then in terms of popularity too. So it just kind of 
you know, kicked ass. And for the for the bread and rice, the the bread one lost. I think it was. Of course, it did. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's pretty close. I mean, uh, I think in terms of popularity, that was pretty close. And then in terms of like skill level, I think the rice just won because you know, whatever. Uh, maybe Justin Bruby was onto something. He said that there's always going to be one which is way more popular, and you know, Nintendo should choose more you know neutral things. The more balanced things. James, I like, dude, like what you said earlier, like mm -hmm. just put something on like Mario 3 or Mario World. I mean, that's pretty incredible. But, but then again, kids, maybe. Yeah, they're that... trying to keep it as open to random people too. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, if you, it's like, you know, pink or blue, you know. Yeah, but like <laughs> summer or winter or some generic things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, like, think... I actually thought with the ramen thing, until Danny just, you know, uh, said that, I thought the ramen thing was quite fair, even though it's a, you know, completely commercialized, um, <laughs> a barely hidden commercial, which would <laughs> probably, I'm guessing would be kind of completely illegal in the European Union. Do you like Butterfingers or Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually... Yeah, sorry, we'll have to keep an eye on that. If the yeah, European to see, one, because I've always wondered anything. about that. This game may contain in-game advertising warning that pops up all the time. I mean, I've talked about you know things that I've noticed about you know the differences in the eShops and you know how things are sold and how things are you know shown to you in Europe. Uh, in Europe, is very strictly you know monitored in that way. You know, you know in America, you know freaking you know advertising is like plastered into your eyeballs directly you know it's like you know into your dreams if there's any futurama fans uh listening um no i would know. say that <laughs> even dude it's pretty much true i remember commercials and everything from when i was a kid that are never going to leave my brain i mean and japan is very similar to america in that regard i mean like when i when i see my son watching japanese tv you know sometimes i'm just like how is this legal? It's like you're watching this like ninja program and like every commercial is for toys for that show <laughs> or food for, you know, sponsored by that show. It's like, it's, it's just like an hour of that brand. And then it'll, it'll move on to Pokemon. And it's like every advert will be something, you know, it'll be like Pokemon tissues, Pokemon ramen, I love you know, the Pokemon the, like, games, you know, those, uh, those power ranger shows that all the weapons that the power rangers use, they don't even look real anymore. Yeah, they're, they're just they're, toys. They yeah. are the toys you can buy. Like, they are an exact model of the toy. <laughs> so they look yep. like cheap plastic toys they're using in the show. Because they Dude. are. <laughs> yeah. Dude, come to my house. You can see it for real. <laughs> <laughs> my son has got the friggin', you know, utility belt with the ninja shurikens built into it. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we talking about? Splatoon? Yeah, Ramen? So, yes, so, I, yeah... In America, we'll the two, well, it was cats and dogs in America, wasn't it? And dogs won by, like, a landslide. And I think... It, Pepsi or Coke! In Europe, <laughs> since I was playing on the EU servers with my Wii U, it was uh, it was Rock and Pop for the two. That's a good, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yes, so that was a pretty fair one. I think Rock won. I don't know by how much, but it won. Oh, what, what I was... Okay, God, okay. I was thinking of something stupid. Like, some places <laughs> in America called, called Soda... soda you know, like Coca-Cola, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, oh, wait, what? Are, what do rocks like? What do you know, rocks you and on the pop ground soda have a different? Have <laughs> <laughs> that is just rock, retarded. Rock I'm candy. Sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm getting serious vibes of um, everybody votes it's from a, this. I don't know why. Yeah, we, I think we said that the last episode <laughs> Man, too. It's not about everybody votes. I used to love that. Rip and tease. I did too. In a weird sort of yeah. Rip and tease. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you like organic food or cheap food? <laughs> <laughs> cheap food all the way, motherfucker. 
I can't read this. There's too many bottles of Mountain Dew and Dorito packets in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also on Splatoon, which is really cool, and I'm so sad that I missed it, was uh, last week in Japan, there was a... Uh, it's kind of part of this event. It's a, It was like a, a, a Splacket, which is like Splatoon Market. And what? so last week they set up in, uh, I think it was in Sunshine City in Ikebukuro. Uh huh. There was a, it was like a Splatoon live event where they set up a, a maze inside this store. And it was like a big tarp maze and you bring water guns. And everyone had like a real game of Splatoon. I want to kill myself, I didn't go. I am so oh, sad I was not able to go. It sounded amazing. So you bring your own water gun, they put you on a team, and they tell you, like, go nuts. Hey, Sunshine, Danny, Sunshine City, isn't that where we saw the Avengers? We did. That's right. Together? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh... Inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. But uh, the other half of that event is uh, on Sunday this week. Is it's So the full thing is Blackhead. So, you know, uh, some of you might know there's like Comic Market every year in Japan. Yeah, it's coming up. It's like, yeah, well, it's Comic A. It's like a big... Uh, huge like fan comic convention. People draw comics, do fan art. Uh, I think Ty's talked about that on the Famicast. Yeah, I've gone to every one for the last couple of years. Is that where you buy your pornographic uh, yes. comic? <laughs> For me too, because I often can't go. He supplies me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so it's called it's called uh, Comic Market, which is shortened to Comic A with a silent T. And uh, so tomorrow or Sunday, it's Splake is being set up. I think again in Sunshine City. Wait, wait did you say tomorrow? On Sunday. So. Ooh, so by the time this episode is out, it's over. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's already. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's on the twelfth of February or July, whatever day it is. Or February, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so the whole thing, it's it's kind of half of the event is Vocaloids and half of the event cool. is Platoon. I'm out. So it's just you know. I think this month it's half Splatoon. Next month it's going to be a Splatoon-only event. Wow. So, okay, that sounds better. Yeah, There's so no, vo- no Vocaloid option, I take Get that, that stuff up yes. on Twitter. I have! Why don't you follow my Twitter account, you bastards? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, it's the event you, the people are bringing all like, the Splatoon homemade comics and homemade goods and stickers and stuff, and it's on sale. So hmm. I am totally hitting this up on Sunday. That's cool. That's cool. Sounds good. And I'm done. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll take one more quick break, and then I'll go ahead and finish this off with the last bit of new business. All right, so we're back with new business. Uh, I have just a few things to talk about. Uh, it's not going to take a lot of time here, but um, if you guys out there are connoisseurs of any type of Nintendo podcast, you probably have already heard um, some talk about this game, but I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about it anyway, and that is uh, Rhythm Tengoku The Best Plus. You bought it? You got the full thing? Yes, I bought the full game. It's a 3DS game. It's, it's you From the title, you would think it's you know the best plus 
something, right? <laughs> so It's a dating game. Yes, it's a dating game. No. And for those of you out there that are not familiar with Rhythm Tengoku, or a.k.a. known as Rhythm Heaven in the West from the few titles that actually been released, it's a, it's a rhythm game. It's kind of like these WarioWare type of levels, like these really kind of micro type of levels of uh, music games where you're usually just pressing like A or B or sometimes even like the control pad to just do some really simple type of emotion in the game. Like, like let's say, for example, there was one that I was playing today where you're this wrestler and you're being interviewed by some woman and you have to press A once to like respond to some kind of a question that she's asking. And this is all done like in rhythm. So you're doing like this and you press B, then you pose for like the camera and you scream at everybody in the crowd. I mean, Wubba it's ridiculous. is that true? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's basically kind of like that type of stuff. But, oh, you go, you know, big with guy. This one, <laughs> with this one, it's all in Japanese. Oh, so it's um, Iki Piki Piki desu ka? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I, I love those videos. Oh, it's exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's it's great. So, and I'm down with what rhythm they do heaven with, for sure. Yeah, what they what they do with this one, they take uh, at least for the the main the the beginning part of the game, they tape they I'm sorry they take uh, stages from uh, the original Game Boy Advance version that came out here in Japan, the DS version, the Wii version, and then they have like special new stages for 3DS <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Does it have DS things, by the way? Like DS games? Like sliding, touching ones? Nothing nothing at all that I've encountered, and I've come pretty goddamn close to being the game, has any type of touch control. It's all button-based. So, um, that yeah, that's what it's all about. And um, like I said, at least in the early game type of stuff, you're going through like these levels. Essentially, like there's this one main character... God, I can't think of his name right now, but he falls down from heaven and he's just trying to get back up there. And to get there, he has to go through all these different types of stages and stuff. And um, as he's going through like these different levels, like these different worlds, he has to, there are like four stages per world and, he, and each of them containing a Game Boy Advance stage, DS, Wii, and then a special 3DS one. And he's, you know, trying to get through all these to um, get to like this special tower where, He's told that if he gets to this tower and beats, essentially, it, it, it comes to beating all these stages here, that you should be able to go home. So, is it is it in three D by the way? Yes, absolutely. Everything, including the old one. Yes, absolutely. So the game, awesome. yeah, all of the old stuff is it's completely remade in three D, which is a really nice touch. Um, nice. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, Any other additional features like? online leaderboards or anything mm, no online leaderboards nothing like that but they do have download play so if you have another 3ds you don't have to have another copy of the game you can play it with other people which is really cool um and you know in my household i have three japanese 3ds's so if i had two <laughs> other people that wanted to play then sure we can do that and play together um actually you know coincidentally my wife has actually when i first got the game she played it more than me um Shortly after launch, so I she was kind of playing the crap out of it, and I was kind of just having not played it for a week or two. But uh, here in the past, the, t- the TV ads do have a, a woman and a man playing two player together, don't they? Right. Yeah, but it's it's fun. I think you know one of the draws to this game is that it doesn't matter if you're really like a hardcore gamer or just somebody that you know maybe someone a, like you, <laughs> yes. casual scum. <laughs> lapsed gamer doesn't really like to play games anymore no i, I think that, you know th- this is the type of game that can really reach anybody and um 
Touch Generations is back. More or less, but not really. <laughs> because the next, those I people... are Elite Beats. Yeah, well, the, the Touch Generation people have, like, you know, iPhones or Androids, so whatever. <laughs> but, no, I... Well, they'll be satisfied later in the year. <laughs> it's possible. So, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I'm very, very close to completely beating this game. Um, I'm still thinking whether or not if I'm going to write a review for this for the site or not. I got a lot of stuff kind of going on right now, personally, that I might not have time to. But um, no, I, I think it's a fantastic game and you guys out there in the West, just cross your fingers and hope to God that maybe you guys have a chance to play this sometime down uh, down the line. Yeah. Um, I could see this early next year. Yeah. Like kind of a spring game. Right. And you know, I, I was just thinking about this and maybe this is kind of like a gloating type of a thing, and it probably is, and I, I don't mean it to sound like that, but man, my God, like this summer, Nintendo has been killing it here in Japan. I mean, there's just tons of shit that's just on the, on the release schedule. I mean, between this game, you know, this game, Fire Emblem If, um, Yoshi, which is coming out next week, Devil's Turd, <laughs> if you're excited <laughs> about such things, um, which actually I have pre-ordered, believe it or not. Um, oh God! <laughs> Rip in peace. I mean, this, this... <laughs> well, it'll make a good podcast anyway. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a really pretty lively summer for Nintendo, so I'm excited to. How's uh, Yakuza One and Two HD doing for you? Uh, well, I beat it, you know, back you know what two or three years ago, so it's still. Where is it right now? It's sitting on my shelf. Um, not is it is it propping up something else? Well, decreasing in value daily, so. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, one other game that I did pick up that actually came out on the same day as Rhythm Tengoku is Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden um, on the 3DS. This is a, a 2D si- like fighter that came out. Um, and actually, just recently, this got uh, announced to be coming out in the West, which later on the show, we'll have some more details on that. But uh, What, more fighting games? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is nowhere near as complicated as like a, you know, a Street Fighter or probably Killer Instinct or anything like that. Um, uh, one of the main draws that kind of drew me to this game, and this is kind of pathetic, is that uh, it, for the <laughs> for the people that bought this game early, you get a digital version of the Super Famicom version of uh, another game in this series, which has been dormant for years. It's called uh, Super Butoden 2, um, originally released in the early to mid-90s on the Super Famicom, and released here in Japan, and then released actually in Europe, I believe it was France, because the French version that I played via emulation back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, That's not shameful. I thought you were going to say, like, a t-shirt. No, no, but it, it did come with other bullshit, like these medals that you can use. And this... <laughs> okay, that's the thing you should be But it just came with it. I had no choice, so... No, is that the reason you really got well, it? Well, maybe, but that's, <laughs> that's beside the point. Now, so it was cool, and, you know, there's been some speculation out there that, oh, well, maybe this, you know, Super Famicom game only works on the new 3DS, and as far as I can tell, that is definitely not the case. I, you know, Bandai Namco. Oh right, because it's a wait, it's a Super Nintendo game on the 3DS. Yes, and the only way Whoa. to get it is going on the eShop and entering in this download code that comes with the game in Japan. Mind blown. Yeah, and all you know, there when this game comes out in the West, there are ways that you can get it there, which we'll detail later on here on the show. Um, but just keep in mind, this does not mean. Oh my god, Super Nintendo games are coming to the Virtual Console on 3DS. No, not really. This is kind of like an outlier, weirdo type of thing that is probably never going to well, happen again. Because Maybe not, Danny. Maybe are not. Are you kidding Remember, me? Remember, 
DS games came to the Wii U like a year ago. Remember, and... James, the 3DS, the, the last <laughs> virtual console game on 3DS came out on Christmas Eve, and then before that, the last one came out on, in like early May 2014. Virtual console on 3DS is fucking dead well, <laughs> in Japan. T- well, Takashi is busy. He's, he's got three you know, regions to run here. <laughs> I guess you got a good point there. So... It's one guy, come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess back to the main part of this game. I mean, there's really not a lot to it. I mean, it's a a 2D fighting game, Dragon Ball Z, pretty simple in terms of controls. Um, I mean, there's like story mode type of things, and if you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z, you kind of get it. Um, One kind of thing that they did add to this, there is, I, I forgot what it was called, but it's more or less like an adventure type of mode. There's like a map, I think like kind of like a very controlled Super Mario World where you well you you go to the level and you fight some kind of a character and there's usually some kind of a challenge like hey um do this particular type of move on this character three times and you can unlock like this or that and usually it's like maybe some kind of a special item or some kind of like an assist character or stuff like that so um you know there's a lot of stuff in this game to unlock and uh you know if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan um maybe you should look forward to something like this cuz it's probably not going to cost as much as it did here in Japan did anyone see that, like, I think it was like um, a Dragon Ball Z, like, museum or kind of set up, like, t- temporary setup thing where they had this huge monitor and you, it would scan you in. It was possibly using Kinect or something oh, God, like that. this again? No, no, no. It, it wasn't the arcade game that my son played. Um, it's like a huge kind of art installment type thing, like a massive monitor. And you could go in and it would scan you in and then you would do the gesture for the, you know, the fireball. And then this massive monitor would like display this huge fireball coming out of your hands. And if you know, if you took a picture from the right angle, it would look like you know you're doing a massive fireball. And it was kind of two player, so like someone else could go to the other side of the room and do it, and you would like see who was more more more, more powerful. Um, yeah, I've totally forgotten where it, where it was, but it was yeah, it could have been a temporary thing, but yeah, I have no idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Japan. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It would measure your power rating. Power level. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, power it's level. It's over 9,000, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my scouter just exploded <laughs> right off my face. <laughs> Metachlorians, something like that. <laughs> Let's not get uh, carried away another. Uh... By the way, Danny, going back to Rhythm Tengoku for one second. Sure. Did the demo just magically appear on your home screen like it did on mine? It might have. I've been getting a lot of that recently and i, just I, I went delete. i clicked on it i went to download it and then it downloaded it and put the icon right next to the other icon that it had automatically found so now i have two side by side like a, an empty shell that doesn't work yeah and then the actual demo right next to it well, everything i've been getting lately like that i just delete immediately yeah uh, i haven't played it yet but anyway it's fun um <laughs> I'll, have, I'll give it a go definitely mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that that pretty much does it for me. So I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and end new business here. And when we come back, we'll be talking about some news, new releases, charts, all that type of stuff. So stick around.
All right, so we're back with some news. Um, I think, first of all, we'll go ahead and kick off some new... We'll talk about some new releases here in Japan. Uh, as many of you guys out there know, Fire Emblem If, uh, the two different versions. What is it? Black Kingdom, White Kingdom? Um, do I sound racist saying that? Maybe. <laughs> um, what is it? I totally... Crisis Core or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but those came out a couple of weeks ago here in Japan, um, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit also on the Japanese charts. Um, some other stuff that... <laughs> Are you not getting it? I, I, I don't know yet. I mean, I have Awakening in English, mm-hmm. and I bought that, God, almost two years ago now, and I've only played it for an hour. <laughs> so I'm not because I hated it. It's just because I just... Right. I just You're sick of it. <laughs> no, not even that. I mean... I just didn't play, um, so I figure I should probably beat that before getting this, or just get this and not play that too. Just play Smash Bros. They've got the same number of Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> I heard Fair they enough. gave the Smash Brothers characters their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really weird spin-off. I don't know why they went with like action strategy. But so weird. So bizarre. Mr. Game & Watch, he'll never be in a real game. Yeah. So moving on, um, yeah, I think this happened in the U.S. as well. I remember James Jones mentioning something like this on RFN, but there have been a shit ton of DSiWare games that have been coming out in the past couple of weeks in Japan, uh, 16 total, and I just ask myself, <laughs> why? <laughs> um, it's all, They seem to all be part of like the same series, and I'm assuming it's the same company. 15 notebook simulators. Uh, God, it's just... Yeah, it's just. Are they still doing? D- is DSiY still a thing? This fucking company's doing it, and I mean, they can, you can still buy the stuff on 3DS. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess some of them are hidden. Like you download them and you don't realize it's a DSiWare thing, because <laughs> it's all on the same eShop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It's just a matter of stumbling across it. I mean, especially with. I mean, th- these things are such little, you know, unknown quantities. You'd have to literally be looking for it or come across them by accident uh to even come across this stuff so if these are not the um then uh oh my god the uh, nintendo seminar the student no. made game no no because no. all those are on okay. the wii u and we'll talk about that a little bit later here okay. as well so so these are just straight up bullshit shovelware crap. uh that's what it seems like i mean i didn't I mean, I was on Nintendo's Japanese website. I could have clicked on each and every single one of these. Why are we talking about them then? All 16. Uh, actually, Next. that's a very good uh, point there. Uh, <laughs> so You said why yourself. Yeah, why? Yeah. yeah. Skip it. So Next one. Yeah, actually, just yesterday at the time of this recording on July 9th, Daigyakuten Saibang Naruhodo Ryonosuke no Bokeng, which is the newest entry in the Ace Attorney series, the one that takes place in the Meiji era. Uh, is this the one with Sherlock Holmes? Yes, then? the one with Sherlock Holmes. That just came out just yesterday. And, um, wow, I didn't realize it was out yet. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So that's out and available here in Japan right now. God knows when that's going to come out in the West. I'd imagine that it'll it'll come because you know, something it'll like It'll come, but it'll take like at least six months for them to figure out how to explain this away as being set in America. No, I think it's <laughs> no. I think this one's actually set in the UK, but well, it has to come out in the UK at least. Yeah, yeah. So right. You could look forward come to on. that UK. Yeah, they have that very authentic Sherlock Holmes, twelve-year-old girl character. <laughs> that's Watson. That's Watson. <laughs> oh, Watson. Close enough. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes is actually a man, and he's kind of look, looks like he would be a Sherlock Holmes type of guy. Martin Freeman is actually a twelve-year-old girl. Yes, Martin Freeman. Not many people know that. Yes, now you know. It's just makeup. Yes. 
So moving on, this weekend on Saturday, uh, Yokai Watch Busters, which is a kind of like an action Yokai Watch game coming out this weekend. Uh, Yokai Watch Aka Nekodang and Shiro Shiro Inu Tai, uh, like basically white <laughs> red cat, yeah, red cat, dog. Yeah, red cat, and white, white dog, dog uh, coming out here this weekend. Uh, probably going to be insanely popular, sell tons of copies. Actually, looking at some videos for this, actually looked kind of fun. Um, it did. I saw it in Toys R Us. It looked actually pretty interesting. Yeah. It's been like uh, a, a fun, mindless game for a couple of people. Yeah, exactly. And the odd thing is, I was looking on Amazon for this the other night, because I was thinking, maybe I'll buy this. And the oh. dog version is going for <laughs> considerably more money than the than the cat one right now. Um, they were they were listening to the Splatoon voting charts. It was actually the it was actually a market testing strategy. Was putting the stuff in Splatoon. It must be. <laughs> People love dogs. Yes. So moving on from that, next week Yoshi's Worldly World comes out here on July sixteenth, as well as those three uh, kind of yarny amiibo, which I have all three pre ordered, and they're all coming in, Jap- in Japanese. It's called Uru Uru Wardo. <laughs> yeah, woolly. That is not a Japan. That is not a word. Japanese. Excuse me. Yeah, wool is like yeah. It's it starts with a U in Japanese. Yeah. It's Uru Uru World. Yeah. So yeah. Um, get your ball of wool and chew on that, and uh... oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, my my uh, my wife actually wants those amiibo, mm-hmm. so we might end up getting those. Yeah, yeah, they look cool. They're incredibly cute. I got like I said the other the other episode. I got one for my wife, one for me, and then another one for me because I'm an asshole. The the game I'm not too sure about. I think by the time the American one comes around, it'll be really cheap in the UK, so I might get it round about probably. <laughs> yeah, and then just for some upcoming games, this actually comes towards the end of the month, which. Uh, we'll have another episode probably before this next game comes out, but Doubutsu uh, no Mori Happy Home Designer uh, comes out on July 30th. Um, what that's been confirmed coming out in October in the West, right, guys? Don't care. Doesn't have real amiibo, don't care. Are you trying to talk to me <laughs> okay. about Animal Crossing? Ty knows. Ty is the biggest Animal Crossing fan on yeah, the show. So trying to disguise the fact that, but it was Animal Crossing by only using the Japanese right. name. Yes, I think it does have um, the cards in the Western one. Like it. Yeah, it does. With the cards, yes. right? We yeah we mentioned that on the last on the last episode where the you can buy it. And it comes with the cards, and the Japanese one doesn't because it's fucking Japan, and that's just how shit rolls here. So good luck to him. That's unfortunate, and I've already seen on Amazon they're already selling like packs of five ten boxes of fucking packs for god knows how much but i will probably pick up just like one pack of cards just to see what they're like god you're part of the problem si i might burn (laughs) them afterwards if that makes you feel better that does make me feel better cyrus do you have a new 3ds i do not well you can't even use them but they look pretty (laughs) (laughs) my god can you imagine if i got that yellow one what's her name the cute one that Isabel. Isabel, yeah, no one cares about anyone else. If I got her, I'd be a happy man. Okay. Well, cross your fingers, you get to buy like 10 packs before you can get her. Yeah, that, that you, ain't happening. Or you she have gets one like, shot or she's out of here. Or you have nothing but only her. I would be okay with that. Okay, well. <laughs> I don't get that. I would have a happy home designed with her sticking up on the walls. You can design your house with that by sticking them all on the walls. I'll, I'll take out the picture of my girlfriend from a wallet and I'll put in Isabel in there. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chica, don't hate me. 
<laughs> By the way, it's a Friday night, and all four of us are on a Nintendo podcast. So, uh, just so you know, that's the background of this uh, this show. Yes, I might or not have been drinking since three thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm a Nintendo fan. <laughs> <laughs> it helps to ease the pain. Yes. So, uh, moving on, the charts. We're going to go ahead. It's charts time. I love charts. Everyone loves charts. We haven't done charts for ages. Actually, yeah, we haven't. So, we'll go. You know, mm-hmm. with not doing charts, we miss about missed on, on so many, like, you know, news stories and things and, like, you know, what's popular and all that kind of stuff. You know, charts are important. I think so. They're an important part of the Famicast, and we should always do them no, and, every single time. I know. I personally love charts. I know some people hate them, but too bad. It's going to be something that we do as long as I remember to put it in the agenda james too <laughs> so yeah um let's go ahead and just start this off uh, this is a uh, god i didn't write this down this is the most recent charge i believe this is from it runs until july 5th so minus a week from july 5th first week of july yeah first week of july basically so at number 10 yeah number 10 it's pokemon uh, pokemon omega ruby alpha sapphire man Still that is there. hanging in there well, because there's no new Pokemon game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Until they remake or make a new one. Exactly. So that's that sold about 4,700, bringing it up to about 2.6, 2.65 million. So, yeah. Could this be the first year when there isn't any Pokemon game? Mm, it's possible. Like I mean, they have the Pokemon Mystery it. Dungeon coming out in September, so maybe they'll just kind of bypass it. Yeah. Good point. Probably I mean, working on that know. home console MMO version that, you know... My uncle told me about. In the West, they've probably got uh, you know Yokai Watch to fill that void, right? But he, oh, actually, maybe they do have something here. Maybe they got um, what do you call it? Yokai Watch Three America Edition. Ah, uh, well, actually, that comes later in the news. Um, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, moving on uh, here on the charts, let's go on up to number eight. <sighs> I can't believe there's a remake, a rem- HD remaster on PS4. That's a new. Oh film. yeah, that shit happens, and that's number nine. Devil May Cry Four, the special edition for the PS4. Um, that particular week, about five thousand units, bringing that up to about forty-seven thousand here. Uh, I think it's about the second or third week that's been on the market. So, um, Devil May Cry is popular here, but PS4 really not so much. So, having something like a fifty thousand. A game that sells fifty thousand—that's okay for a I think, home console. I think with all these HD remakes, I think Sony are realizing that you know all the people who are buying PS4s are like you know they've never owned a PlayStation before, mm-hmm. and they they really don't understand why people are buying PS4s. So they're just like, okay, let's just remake everything. Well, that, that's game. exactly what Capcom said. They said, hey, we are gonna. <laughs> okay, this is kind of, this is definitely paraphrasing, but they're like, hey, we're going to quit making new and interesting games, and we're just gonna do HD remasters or of everything <laughs> that we've done. And they more or less literally said something like that. That's why you're seeing this, and you saw the Resident Evil remaster earlier in the year, whatnot. They're they're committed to doing this, which in some cases I think is cool. In some cases, it's does anybody really need Devil May Cry 4 again? Um, I don't know. Ty? Nah. They have to try and make people forget <laughs> about that DMC. Oh, thing. come on. That wasn't even that bad, apparently, right? Uh, depends on if you were a Devil May Cry fan or not and how much you can put up with different. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I got it for free on PSN on my PS3, and I haven't played it yet, so... I'm yeah, I've heard. Give it a chance. It's good, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Devil May Cry 4, why not? Sure. Um, James. Number eight. James, do you want to read that one? 
<laughs> Popodo Cross Bokujo Monogatari. Um, what the hell is this? Uh, Monogat- it was something some like kind of- story. I, I saw like a translated version on uh, NeoGaf. It's like something story of well, seasons. Bokujo, isn't that like... Bokujo is ranch right. and Monogatari is story. So farm story or ranch story. So is it... I mean, okay... I know you guys out there probably listening to the episode like, this, this game, you fucking morons! And yeah, probably. Um, but regardless, whatever. This game sold about 5,000, uh, hitting up at about 60. It's probably a fa- farming simulator. No, I, it, God, it, it, is it, is it, it might be the game that's a spiritual successor to Harvest Moon, or Harvest, it could be yeah, Harvest Moon. Sounds about right. Probably is. So. Yeah, and then there's the Dragon Ball Z game that Danny just talked about. Right. Is that the same yes. one? Yes. Extreme Botuden. Butoden. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Actually, and then, that's not too bad. Like overall sales, 105. That's not too bad. Yeah. A 3DS third party game. Neat. Number seven. Cut. Nothing to sniff at. Yeah, number eight and number seven. And then uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. It's now past the million mark in Japan, which is. Pretty much all the Wii U owners, when right? When did yeah. Mario Kart 8 even come out? That's just, like, sitting there. Last year. Man. So, and just for some reference here, too, the lifetime-to-date Japan Wii U numbers, 2.4 million. And you have one wow. over 1 million people that have Mario Kart 8 here. Yeah. That's pretty freaking incredible. So, it's gonna, that. that's on my list. It's going to reach, like, a 50% attach rate. So yeah, I mean, know. it is literally almost there. Amazing. Amazing or depressing, depending <laughs> on how you look at it. Yeah. Does, does it come with a free Wiimote? Because we, we've had this before we play, haven't we? No, sir. It does not. It's Mario this Kart. Why Mario would they do Kart. that? This, this is an actually good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? It's an actual game. It's an actual video game. Uh, next one, I saw this in the shop with little Min- um, papercraft Minecraft dude advertising it. It's the Vita version of Minecraft. Um... Does anyone want to rage on the fact that it's still not on Nintendo mm, system? I think we, oh, we did that. I, we did that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah. We did that. It's, it's, a, it's a general simmering tone to the Looking whole Looking forward podcast. to the Telltale Games was... Minecraft story game. That is so <laughs> insane and amazing. Goddamn bless that company. On everything except Wii U. Yes. And next, uh, we'll skip Persona 4 Dancing All Night. And then we'll go on to number three, Splatoon on the Wii U. Amazing. You yeah, know, it's been there for like over, like a month and a half now. I think I yeah, so we're up to three hundred eighty-two thousand units. It's pretty amazing, and I think I mentioned this before. I've had several female students of mine send that they're addicted to this and still playing it, which is amazing. That you know, a, a female college student would have a Wii U, and also the fact that they're playing a online shooter. Right. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you've got to give Nintendo credit for that. I mean. Uh, I test. I test the water in my school. I I brought my laptop to one class, and I have a Splatoon wallpaper, so I let it flick up on the screen at some point in the middle of class, just to gauge reactions. And everyone was like, "Oh, Splatoon!" And I'm like, "Wow, everyone knows this game." Oh yeah, no, I I one of my I teach high school by the way. Okay, one of my private students. He's a fourth grader in elementary school, and he speaks English really well. And he just passed some kind of a special test, and his grandparents bought him a Wii U. Because yeah, he he originally he originally wanted a PS4 and the v- Minecraft. Minecraft and then I convinced his parents to get him a Wii U. 
you because he, he wanted to play Splatoon. I was like, dude, just get fucking Minecraft on the iPad and it's good enough. And, you know, for a little kid that is. And he got this and he was showing me this this week. He's like, Danny, check this stuff out. And I'm like, yeah, I know, man. Do all this. I was trying to give him some advice on like how to be better and stuff. But it, it, was, oh, it was fun. Well done, well done for convincing him. I, I have an eight-year-old um, cousin who wanted a 360 for Minecraft. And um, and they do have an iPad as well. My auntie has an iPad. And I, I tried to convince him to get a Wii U. It didn't work. And and I said, he'll probably just end up playing GTA Five and Call of Duty on it. Yeah, because and... that's like when I talked to the kids' parents, I was like, well, I mean, they're really on PS4. I mean, yeah, there's some games that kids could like. But, I mean, the Wii U is definitely has a lot more games that I think your son would be interested in. So please <laughs> trust me on this. <laughs> and sure enough, I, I spoke to my dad like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and I and he said that he he saw my <laughs> my nephew uh, playing and uh, my cousin playing um, Call of Duty, and he was like, "When did video games get so violent?" Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> sounds about right." Told you. And then uh, another game that Danny's got and been talking about: Rhythm Tengoku, the best to plus number two. Amazing. A very respectable um, sales count there. Yep, about 301,000. It's, it's just ahead of Splatoon on the weekly, but it's a bit behind on the on the overall, because obviously... Been, out, came been out. out less time, but, you know, whatever. Time, right? And then uh, completing the full Nintendo uh, top four... Top three <laughs> is uh, Fire Emblem Eve <laughs> uh, at number one, which is, uh, yeah, beating out... Uh, Rhythm Tengoku with 315,000 total. 54,000 in one week. Not bad for a Smash Brothers spinoff. Yeah. So, yeah, I I guess that's both versions combined, similar to Pokemon. And, you know, like I said, with hardware, I mean, yeah, Wii U up lifetime to date at about 2.4. 3DS still going strong that particular week on top of the charts, and it's up to about 18.7 million here in Japan, so uh, still going strong. Um, now, guess moving on to just some honest to God. Uh, I usually like reading out Xbox One numbers. Oh, go ahead. Uh, 235. Gee. <laughs> wow, I was I was really expecting like a thousand after that, but no. Where's the lifetime today then? Lifetime today is fifty three thousand. I mean, if the three sixty was on here, you might have some more laughs, but. <laughs> they stopped putting that here on the, uh, yeah, on this. Those so. numbers are insane. Yeah, but it's really sad, like that. That no, like, like I don't, I don't care about PS3, PS4, or Xbox. I have no preference to either one of them. Right. But it's really sad how just that console is just not played here. Yeah, I don't know if it's some kind of xenophobia thing or what. Because like, I, re- yep. I don't I mean, want to lay yeah. it down at that, but it's the only reason I can see, because there's no huge difference between the PS4 and the Xbox. No. Except one is American and one is Japanese. Well, you know, you know when people buy a piano and they have to take off the front door to let it in? People can't be asked to do that on <laughs> <with> this console. <laughs> it's fuck off. It yeah, it is like... It is really fuck off huge compared to the PS4. It, it doesn't fit on the Japanese TVs. That's why. It's only it's only going to be you know single guy you know nerds who are going to buy it, and there are quite a few of those to go around. West of you know. <laughs> but only fifty three thousand so far. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So, hope you like shooters. Yeah, I like Killer Instinct. Oh, my my uh, <laughs> Japanese friend is going to Evo to play Killer Instinct. Yeah, cool. watch for him. Think think about it. Ty has only got fifty three thousand guys who he could possibly play with. Yeah. Well, the netcode is so good. I can play with people in Australia and America, and the connection is great. Probably not people from Australia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> uh, one of the, the very few players who uh, beats me on the reg is Australian, actually. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Australia. But, you know, they're, they're, they were the first to admit that they got shitty. Internet. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel yeah. sorry for you guys. Anyway. So moving on to some into some other honest to god news, uh, <laughs> Japan news. Japan news. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick to be part of this. Yes. Does anyone like that name? I. I'm good. Bad. I don't give a shit. It, it it got a smile out of me, then it made me feel bad. So it's perfect. <laughs> it got a groan out of me. Nice job. <laughs> kind of like a mountain dew. Uh. <laughs> Feels good going down, but then you feel slightly nauseous afterwards. Oh, man. Corn syrup. <laughs> if you want to get the maximum effect of terrible food, get a pack of Cheetos and some orange juice and go to town. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so, uh, James. Who, <laughs> who's doing this? Okay, I, I don't even know what's happening with this first bit of news. Uh, Cyrus, <laughs> how about you go ahead and uh, read this for us? This has a really complicated Yeah, dude. Name. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, Gene Ibun Roku Shapu Fe Lit. I don't know where the name stops. It just keeps going. <laughs> like okay. Hashtag. Let me do that. It's Gene Ibun Roku Shapu Fe, which is the Fire Emblem Class um, Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of so, people yeah. complain about that. I just bundled this together in, you know, shit we forgot to talk about on the live show. Um, you know, this is the most Japanese thing at the Nintendo Direct, and we didn't talk about it. So this basically means the revelation of the illusion, sharp fe, the you know the musical, sharp, you know, the musical. Note yeah, that was that was in the title of one of the guilty years. Well, am I right? <laughs> sure, why not? Hey, you know, man, I, I'll just take your word for it. It's clearly not a sharp. It's clearly a hashtag. This is a Twitter handle game. Right, I mean, it, right. It was sharp reload, right? Yeah. For Guilty Gear, not hashtag <laughs> reload. This is before hashtags. <laughs> Pound sign reload. So, did anyone else think what the actual fuck when you saw this on the? A Nintendo lot of Direct? people, because a lot of people can't read Japanese. That was the only thing they could think. It, it was it was so Japanese, you know. It made my eyeballs almost explode. I mean, it was just like <laughs> these characters' names coming up, and then the, you know the English quote translation would you know flash in which is just like writing the japanese name in you know alpha in the alphabet so it's like you know like megumi suzuki it's like what does that mean and then it, <laughs> and then it would show like a bit of gameplay and then it would be like takahiro yukiro and you're like uh okay <laughs> there's all these unknown characters just coming in and then the name which they didn't even translate it just came up in kanji it was only later that we had to, you know, find out what it was actually called. You could have just slapped, like, Times New Roman, trying to, like, subtitles under that, and it would have been fine. But they, they didn't comic even do that. sans for you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was the weirdest thing. Actually, when I, when, I, when I saw this, I was thinking, hey, isn't this the trailer that they had earlier in the year? <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, but apparently it wasn't, so. 
so yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, this alongside, you know, Xenoblade X and uh, Fatal Frame, they were all, you know, majorly in Japanese at, you know, at a Western show, and none of it was translated. I mean, I think Xenoblade, we talked about it last time, Xenoblade X was partially translated, like one scene got onto YouTube in English. It felt they were frame. kind of embarrassed by them. They kind of lumped them all together at once, got them over as fast as they could, and then went on to the other games. Yeah. Very, very weird. Anyway, just wanted to mention that, you know, this kind of weird Japanese-ness that they had going on at the end. And it just kind of, to me, it shows that they're way off. <laughs> like, they're not going to be coming anytime soon. I mean, especially the... You know, the Gene Imbun Rocky. Yeah, I mean, that... I mean, they haven't even decided on an English name yet. Will they? <laughs> I mean, I mean, James Jones kind of brought yeah, exactly. this up too. I mean, Shin Megami Tensei, I mean, come on. That's not English, <laughs> as far as I know. I mean, But Gene Imbun Rocky, I mean, that is This is absolute nonsense for people outside of Japan. Even people in Japan, it's probably fucking nonsense. Yeah, yeah, but they're 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 accustomed to that. They can <laughs> deal with these names. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be called SMT Cross... I imagine that is sharp, exactly sharp Effie. Sharp. Yeah. No, don't don't <laughs> sharp don't, don't open that door. If we open that door on punctuation, we'll never be able to close it. Good. Yeah. Look at some J-pop uh, band names, and <laughs> you you just your brain will start to itch. <laughs> yeah. You'll just want to open your you know skull. That's not J-pop, man. That's Vocaloid. Fuck you. Same thing. Isn't it? <laughs> like in cap- it. capital letters. You know, small case numbers. You know, underscore and 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 that's oh, monkey baby. And you're like, okay, monkey baby. You all know AKB48. That is like easy mode. That that is not even scratching the surface of random assigned letters and numbers for band names. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, on to good uh, Fire Emblem news. Um, this is pretty amazing. Uh, Japan, a Japanese company, Nintendo, beat America, the country, to uh, legalizing same-sex marriage. I mean, I think it was about a week, just, just to give America credit. Um, but they, yeah. they saw the news and were like, dude, we can't let them win. And uh, so they tried to one-up this game release with uh, an entire country. So yeah, Obama, massive Fire Emblem fan, yeah. big props to <laughs> Big props to the guy. Yes. Um, he thought he'd, uh, you know, carry on that uh, that cause so, i heard yeah. he mashes with ike in smash brothers yeah he uses the c stick he can't really do smashes <laughs> anyway so yeah well done to uh nintendo for doing that there was some a little bit of controversy surrounding a part of it and you can see this on the gaijin hunter youtube channel um there's a part where one of the characters gets drugged and it's a woman it's a female character she gets drugged and she sees um uh, women as men and men as women and they use that as an excuse for her to fall in love with a woman and um he's a uh, gaijin hunter guy he's kind of translated that whole scene so you should go and check him out if you want to uh, see more about Man, it that's so, not yeah. progressive at all yeah so <laughs> it's, it's kind of a yeah a bit of a a downer on the the positive note of having you know the same sex marriage and then to have that you know in the same game, not, bit not of a surprise. Another caveat with it as well, which I think is hilarious, is that that firearm game, it's split in two. You've got, like, in America, Conquest and whatever. And, uh, ah, yeah, but you, you can only have uh, one version of the game allows you to have a male-to-male relationship. The other version allows you to have a female-to-female. 
Okay, that's fair enough. So you just can, call it you the can, gay, gay and lesbian edition. Yeah, so you can pick your edition. And then later on, I think they're releasing like a third hybrid chapter that if you own both of them, you can play both of them. I'm pretty sure you can already do that, but... Yeah, something yeah. like that. That's cool. And this is a massive, massive step. It I is. Mean, it is. Like, it sounds like it's a tiny thing. What was it? Was it Tomodachi Life or was it Tomodachi Life who, where they, Nintendo famously said, we, we, we patched out the, you know, what, what was the word that they used? Strange relationships. Yeah, or something. Unnatural or something. Unnatural relationships. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking of that. So the shitstorm after that, and, they, you know, Fair play to them. They've. It's no longer a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That would be a great slogan for like the the LBGT movement. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a bug. It's a feature. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's terrible. <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving on. How about I? <laughs> do you want to read this next thing about Pokemon tournament? Oh, more than anything. Uh, so. Pokemon Tournament live stream. They're going to announce when uh, the arcade version is coming out on July 3rd, which was already a while ago. <laughs> and uh, the release is the 16th, which is darn soon. That's like the day before Evo starts. That's the same day as Yoshi's Uruwardo. So. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I laying down the laws of this podcast. Here. I just thought I'd you know, throw that out there. Right, a lot of people will be throwing that out when they get a chance to play Pokemon instead of stupid friggin' Yoshi. Yeah, hey, like <laughs> you, you could you could play Pikachu, who gets down and dirty and like just goes full Heihachi, or you can play another fucking game about yarn. How about I scan in my fucking Pikachu amiibo and turn Yoshi into him? Boom, roasted. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you can do that you went, you went two steps too far. He can't, he can't keep up with this. <laughs> Maybe Amiibos work with the arcade game. I am really curious to see if that happens. Your that parents be... help you set it up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was apparently a live stream, so you can go and watch that. Yeah, they, uh... they announced two new characters. There was Weavile, who looks really, really cool. And no one, everyone is sitting at home asking, why do they pick Weavile? No one likes him. And they added in Charizard, who absolutely yeah, no one is Charizard. You play with fire, you're gonna get burned. And I hate to be that guy, but watching the trailer, Charizard looks crazy overpowered compared to everyone else. So I am curious to see how that game pans out, because it's a weird, weird game. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see probably imagine... Vulcan. Yeah, Ty and me, we will be hitting the arcade hard on that game, I think. Cool. We'll look, yeah. look forward to hearing you guys talk about it. It makes some kids cry. Oh, man. Even better. They will be so much salty, delicious tears. You're going to learn, son. I'll bring You're my watermelon. I will salt that thing up. It will be good. Good. <laughs> um, James, do we want to talk about this next thing? I mean... Actually, I, the, there's something we missed over. Oh. The, going on right now, um, in Tower Records, there's... In three tower records in Tokyo. They still exist. Yes, they do. Um, people buy CDs in Japan. Yeah, I keep um, going in expecting games. They just sell CDs. How else are you going to get your tickets for AKB? <laughs> yeah, the handshake tickets. Um, they never wash their hands. They, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So in Ibusu, Omotazendo, and Shibuya, the tower records, they've started um, Mario Cafes. And these are freaking amazing. Um, if you follow the guy 
um, I think it's called Farm Boy. Farm in Boy Japan. in Japan. Yep. He took some amazing pictures. I mean, they've gone all out here. This is freaking amazing. There's like, there's like a question block puddings. There's like Mario shaped wafers. There's um, like invinci- invincibility star shaped uh, omelets. I mean, they've got like drinks and food like down to the T. Like the the detail on it is amazing. And uh, yeah, you can. It's 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 a temporary thing. It started on the fifth of July, and I think it goes through the whole summer. Um, but or it could be just July. But I'm definitely going to check one out. I actually wanted to have gone to have one before I started uh, this podcast, but I haven't had time to. But very soon I'm going to go because uh, I actually work in Tokyo now, so I can probably check. I was going to say, there's no excuses, man. I mean, I'm stuck here in Saitama, but <laughs> yeah. come on. Definitely, definitely be a video blog in that for show. But yeah, if anyone is listening to this in uh, in Japan, check it out. Ty, how about you grab that next little bit of news there about the interview? Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, uh, about the interview or the next one? It's about the interview. Uh, okay. Uh, basically, they blamed. Uh, the failure for the Wii U on like the popularity of like tablets or something, rather than their inability to deliver good games. <laughs> Please understand. Please understand. I know that Please that sentence understand. is thrown around as a joke, but that article is the most it, "Please understand" I have ever read. It was the, the absolute height of "Please understand." I don't think the Wii U's problem is the lack of good like first-party games. I think, I think it is. No, no, no. I think yeah, there's plenty yeah, yeah. of good first party games. I think the the problems are many fold, many fold, and uh, third parties are a major part of it. But well, I mean, I have like five reasons why the Wii U flopped, and there's a good thread on the NWR forums about this that I recently contributed to. So you should join that if you want to get involved. Oh man, <laughs> why I the Wii, Why the Wii U? failed or did the Wii U fail or something like that like, I know people who literally don't know that it's a new console they think it's just the Wii with the gamepad yeah like in my top five reasons like branding is one of them like you know the Wii was a huge success and you know they I guess they tried to capitalize it by keeping the name but that like you know backfired horribly yeah because like mums and dads you know soccer moms casual they, scum they don't they don't buy the same thing twice, do they? Um, they buy one thing that they want to last forever. It's only when something breaks that they replace it with the newest thing. You know, and Wii's take longer than five years to break. So, <laughs> yeah, I still got my um, launch one chugging along because I never play that either. <laughs> well, as soon as I get get another CRT CRTV in here, a CRT, I'm gonna mod that and go ham. The um, there's actually lots of uh, kind of NX rumors sprouting up uh, this uh, past couple of weeks as well. How that you know, one of them is that it could be a hundred and fifty dollar console, and it's started manufacturing you know at the end of this year or something like that. Oh, that's ridiculous! And it that's could be not like a happen. could be a third pillar type scenario kind of thing. But you know, uh, sounds like all bullshit to sounds me. Sounds insane. Yeah, but we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> 
So I'm, we could probably spend forever on that, but let's go ahead and move on. Yeah. Um, I mean, the article speaks for itself. It's just terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's unfortunate, yeah. by the way. It, it's 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 an interesting read. If you haven't read it by now, please do yourself a favor or whatever and <laughs> check it out. And um, if, if you like to get mad and roll your eyes at things, it's a good read. <laughs> Otherwise, you can skip it. Who cares? Yes. It's also surprising that they're kind of admitting that you know while the Wii U is still technically alive, you know. Um, but it's good that they are admitting it, and it gives me hope for the future. Not me. If the... No, wait, <laughs> we're supposed to be positive. Uh, maybe the next system will be good. There you go. <laughs> yes. So, James, you probably watched this since you put this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, So there was a video I, I watched on it Nintendo. Actually. Yeah, Nintendo posted on their official um, YouTube channel. Uh, Miyamoto visiting Jim Henson's Muppet Studio. Uh, I guess this was recorded way before E3, but they only, you know, obviously published it after E3 had gone. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's, it is a fun video to see Miyamoto get the fuck around in the studio and play with puppets and talk to... Who was it? That wasn't... Is Jim Henson dead? <laughs> yeah, he died a long time ago. I remember okay. the day. It was, was gonna say, he died. He died quite young, actually. Okay, because it must be it must be somebody in his family, his son, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jim, Jim Jr. I'm just making sure I wasn't being crazy. I, think I could have swore he died, but who is this guy? Okay. I mean, the, the Jim Henson Studios is alive and well. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, no, but it's fun to see him kind of screw around at the studio and, you know, talking to the, the guy, Jim Henson Jr., whoever. <laughs> Do you remember the promotional materials for the original Star Fox? They yeah. they, they had, like, these these puppets or something, these actual constructed characters that I believe were, like... Taxidermied the... animals. Yes, they were on the box <laughs> they, for the they game. They did look like they were real animals. All over Nintendo point. Power magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? of course. They, they looked a little bit Muppet. The Fox one definitely looked like it was actually a real Fox at one point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the Probably infamous was. Mad Taxidermy Fox that's yeah, floating around. Yeah, the one that's sitting it. down. Yeah, yeah, you know the one. Put a pair of metal boots on that and a little cute jacket. You got Fox McCloud. Yep. Frightening. Yep. So moving on, I'll go ahead and just kind of tackle, tackle this. <laughs> yeah, this is all you, Danny. Really quick. Uh, so, you know, I talked about the Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden. Uh, that actually is coming out to North America and Europe. Uh, coming out North America October 20th and then Europe on October 16th. In Europe, you know, like I was saying, you can get the Super Famicom version of Super Butoden, of Butoden 2. Um, in Europe, the only way to get that is if you buy a special pack that has a new 3DS, a DBZ faceplate, and I'm assuming a copy of Extreme Butoden. <laughs> I, it didn't Maybe. really say. That is unimportant. <laughs> yeah, but you get the Super Famicom game with it, so that's cool. And in North America, if you want to get the game, you're going to have to pre-order it on Amazon. And I, I read something. This is on our own story by, from uh, Donald Terrio, who's been killing it with news here lately on, on NintendoWorldReport.com. Um, but it's something or other about the game. I don't know. Something about music licensing or something. I, I didn't really make any sense to me uh, about – it doesn't fucking matter. Let's just say that. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> but you can, you can pre-order that shit on Amazon if you're so inclined. So um, do that if you want to. Um, the French are going to love it. Probably. They did back in 1994. So, <laughs> All right. uh, Yeah, Yokai yeah, Watch 3. Um, it's set to come out next summer here in Japan. 
Uh, wait, next? Well, yes. Next I just saw this on sure. InsideGames.jp, a really good Japanese game website, uh, gaming news site. I just saw this yesterday as of the time of recording. Um, I mean, this is this game's been a known quantity, and it's I, I could have swore at one point they said this was going to be coming out this holiday season, but this got pushed back. And this is the you know Yokai Watch game that sets that's taking place in a, some kind of fictionalized you know pseudo America, <laughs> highly accurate <laughs> portrayal of the United States of America. Hamburgers. Everyone looks like hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs. Oh man, yeah. I love like even in the, the one concept picture, like the poster where it shows the town that he's gonna visit, and it's like it, there's like three billboards with hamburgers on them. Well, even the logo has like American flag type of stuff on it. So I mean, it's. I wonder always... how they're gonna like handle the fact that you know the characters, like NPCs, are they gonna be like English speaking people but speaking Japanese? No, and... what they usually do with situations like this, they just give them some kind of like a wacky accent or just make them be. Like assholes or something. <laughs> uh, that kind of annoys Steve me. Steve Phoenix right? you know, they live in, like, this is Japantown, where everyone is like... You know, <laughs> All the lawyers here speak Japanese, even though we're in America. And we, uh, uh, if, if you want to see some truly spectacular, like, uh, like translating gymnastics, is play through the Phoenix Wright games, because it gets progressively more difficult to pretend it's set in America, and it's... <laughs> It becomes really bizarre by the by like the when most they have those like game. straight up Shinto village. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's that's like Japanese immigrants came over and they set up a town with all and they brought their old they're like these demons from Japan came over with them because it's like the yokai festival. Cyrus, I don't know if you're old enough to know about this program called Eurotrash. I the... am well aware of Eurotrash. Okay. So the thing that annoys me about Japanese TV, or many things annoy me, we could fill several podcasts with that. But like one of the most annoying things is when they interview, when they go abroad, like they go to America and they shove a microphone in someone's face and they they ask someone a question in Japanese. And the guy obviously is like, has this kind of blank look on his face. And then they edit it yeah. to make him answer. And then when he's answering, he'll be speaking Japanese, you know, dubbed over. So it makes it look like everyone in America or everyone in England speaks Japanese, and it and the the voices that they put on it's like you know if it's a fat guy they've got like you know general fat guy voice, you know and it there was this program in England like I said Eurotrash and they used to do that the same kind of but that was a comedy program yeah and with so the, naked yeah. breasts. Lots of nudity in it. So they would interview, <laughs> they would interview French people, but then they would dub over like you know a, like a really strong uh, like British accent. So, but, but it was kind of like taking the piss out of people. But you know, this Japanese people not doing that. It's it's just a kind of a standard thing, and it's just annoys the freaking. In, in defense of that, and this isn't no. this isn't much. Okay, bear with me. No. Bear with me. I mean, if you think no. about this, I mean, how many old people are watching TV? They have all these subtitles on TV anyway probably just so old people can understand what's going on. Yeah. And then they have like these voices in Japanese because otherwise the old people are going to be like, what did he say? You know, <laughs> I mean, why are on. your old people speaking English? This is already very confusing. <laughs> there's, there's this, there's this button, Danny, there's this button on the remote control that says subtitles on it. Why do you need like four subtitles on everything? Maybe, maybe people don't know this, but like when people shout or say something, like these massive, like half screen filling subtitles will come up. And then they repeat the scene, and it's like a slow down action scene from a like a 
blockbuster where they show the scene again because it's so exciting. Except they do that with dialogue in English, in it's, Japanese. It's when shows. they're making like a specific point, like I ate breakfast yesterday and it was delicious, and it's like you idiot, and it'll be <laughs> on oh fire. My, oh my, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that so shit gets reasons. annoying when everything's delicious, but because it's not. Yeah. You only need to know two words in Japanese, and that's sugoi, which means great, and oishi, that means delicious. Two words, and you can last here for a good ten years. <laughs> I'm I'm working on four. It's it's some new wells over. There you go. Cool. Um, so that was your life in Japan segment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, this other last little bit of news here. A couple of things. This shit can take a long time if we really wanted to get into it. But um, I think maybe I'll talk about this Nintendo Game Seminar 2014 stuff oh, yeah. maybe at a different time because. Uh, I, I mentioned this last year. There, Nintendo has this type of a game seminar thing for like students to come and make games, and uh, they started last year, I think, in September, and it went all the way until like March of this year. And uh, there are four different teams that made games that are available in the eShop right now in Japan uh, that can be downloaded for free. And uh, like I said, any of you Nintendo aficionados out there probably have already heard about this on a Nintendo Voice Chat. There was one of the games that Jose talked about there. Um, which is actually pretty cool. I want to download some of the other ones to kind of learn more about that. So uh, maybe on the next episode or the episode after that, um, you can look forward to me talking about that stuff. So, so that's on the Japanese one? Yes, only? only on the Japanese one. Because, I mean, this shit's okay. in Japanese. Only Japanese. So on the European and American ones, we got the the Nindies, the nine indie games uh, that were E3. They're kind of like playable demos that... You can also get discounts off the full games when they get released. Right. And, uh, yeah, we kind of ran out of time to talk about that today. But I'll talk about that next uh, episode. So maybe Danny can talk about those, and I'll talk about them in these and, next time. Yeah, and then, too, I mean, there's the stuff about Project Hammer that you guys have probably seen about. Uh, check out Unseen 64. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this Amazing. video is fantastic. Check this stuff so out good. on YouTube. Yeah. It is freaking awesome. I wish we had more time to talk about this. Because there's just a lot of really cool bits of information in there. I mean, not cool, like kind of like alarming. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it basically uh, highlights the downfall of NST, which I was completely unaware of, uh, and Japanese racism against you know American people, and it's uh, it's fascinating to watch. It's like a ten minute documentary. Yeah, like ten or fifteen. About, uh, so interesting. I feel like. It's uh, a prime example of something I've talked about on here with um, the business approach of large Japanese companies, um, you know, making design decisions in a game. And maybe I'm not being very clear here, but you should watch the video. And I, I think it's not just Nintendo, but like other Japanese game companies are are struggling oh, yeah. with the problems that have come to light in this video. And maybe this is something we'll talk about in full, like in maybe the next episode or the one after that or something, because I think this is something that we should have maybe a discussion should, about. It's some interesting stuff. This is stuff. a huge topic, I think, that you could definitely talk about. Yeah. So, And we have a unique, keen insight into it, being in Japan. Our uncles don't just work at Nintendo. They work at Nintendo of Japan. <laughs> yes, NCL. Oh, yeah, for real. My uncle <laughs> works really. at yeah. Street Fighter. <laughs> so all right you gotta brew that green tea i'll tell you what guys we'll go ahead and take one more quick break and then we're gonna come back for some faker reel 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and do that here right quick. Yeah. He made it up. Boom. All right, and we're back for some Fake or Real. It's been a while since we've done this, so Ty, how about you go ahead and refresh all of our memories, not just us, but the listeners out there, too, of the rules and what we need to do to win or get good or whatever. <laughs> all right. How do I get that money? All right, so in the past, I've named or described Japanese video games, and you tell me if you think it's fake or real. And today, I will both name and describe a game, so... I'm turning it, turning it up a little. Okay. All and, the way turned uh, up. Yeah. Turned down for what? <laughs> okay, so I will tell you the name of a Japanese video game and a brief one-line description, and you tell me if it's fake or real. And that's all there is to it, really. Okay. Th- this this month, I have a lot. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do 10. We're going ham. All right. <laughs> Good. Let's hit this shit. Whoa. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to keep score, but you guys might also want to help me with that. Okay. Yeah, I got you. All right. Feel free to play along at home. Try not to Google. <laughs> James no Googling. Jones. Yeah, James Jones, you might beat us all again. Click, 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 click. <laughs> I can hear those keyboards. <laughs> all right, all right. First game, you gotta tell me if it's fake or real. Right, this is Gradius Bolgyo or Gradius Sabotage. You uh, control uh, level cues and enemies to attack your opponent. You control a what now? Like level cues, like events, like exploding volcanoes or whatever. This sounds so some... instead of piloting the ship, you pilot the level against the ship. Yes. It sounds in the realms um, of possibility. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. real on this. I've always wanted to make that exact game, so I I assume this is real. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard of this. It's real. Well, all three for real. Well, guess what? I made it up. You're all fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's on my list of games that I like. I want to make this game someday. Yeah. Well, I thought of it like two hours ago. Keep dream- so. keep dreaming, kid. Keep dreaming, kid. I'll make that game, and I'm going to come back here and demand an apology and a retraction of that score. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I do try to check to make sure these aren't accidentally real after I think them up. <laughs> All right. Next game. This is Fukuro no Fuku Fukuro, or The Owl's Lucky Bag. What do you call me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got kind of a tongue twister name. It's a cute adventure game where you have an owl who has a magic bag, not unlike uh, Doraemon's pouch or whatever. <laughs> Perhaps you'd prefer Felix the cat mm-hmm. and with the bag of tricks and all. Except it's an owl. Mm. Fukuro no Fukubukuro. Yes. Let me look this up on Google here real quick. Don't! <laughs> <laughs> well... I love you. owls, so I'm going to say it's real. Um, um, I'm going to say it's fake. I think it's just um, Ty just trying to make up funny names. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say fake. So I, I immediately started thinking of Goldmember, but 
<laughs> is that just me? So is that just me? Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say fake. Okay, so Cyrus Real, uh, Danny fake, James fake. Okay, Yes. yes. well, <laughs> James sure nailed it. I made it up because it was a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a couple points up on the board. Cool. I am so sad. Nice you try, kid. Me, owls. Nice try, kid. <laughs> it's a good name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. It's probably an iOS game in about two minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Let's see. Next game, next game. All right, game number three is America no Pachinko Joe or American Pachinko Castle. <laughs> Self explanatory. Um,. This has got to be real. Even though pachinko is definitely not a thing in America, I can see Japan wanting to show people or try to trick people into thinking that it is. So let's just say real. It's just Let's just say it's Doki Doki Panic <laughs> version just, of pachinko. It's just on the edge of bizarre or real for me. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to go with it. It's real. Let's, let's see if I can get Triple X going here. Okay, I'm going to go with fake. All right, so Danny, you said real? Yes. And Cyrus also said real. James said fake. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fake. Dang it, I'm too trusting. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, Vin Diesel would Wait. be proud. Yep. Wait, I got that right? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you obviously I... didn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to go against the crowd. Well, it's working out for you. You got two out of three so far. Damn right. Damn right. Yeah. Try to beat the spread. <laughs> beat the random number generator. <laughs> he always beats me usually, so. All right, all right. Or it has exactly the same score as me. <laughs> Either way. Okay. Next game. Game number four. <laughs> okay, this game is called Tinkle Pit. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's uh, it's <laughs> DSI wagon. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a colorful arcadey maze kind of game. Tinkle Pit just sounds too perverted, so it has to be real. Is it Tinkle or Chinkle? Tinkle, T I N K L E. I guess if you put that in the katakana, it'd be Chinkle. Yeah. Not sure because there's there's no T in Japanese, right? Right. So. Um, I'll go yeah, I'll... I am. I am cards on the table. I love this name. Okay. I want it to be real. I'm gonna go ahead and say fake. Yeah, I'm with Danny. I think it's fake as well. Copycat. All right. Well, you will be displeased to know that it's real. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, it never fails me. <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, Namco put this game out in '93 or so. Okay. Any days of '93 where naming conventions were just the wild west. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it has that flag item that shows up in Smash Brothers where you hold it up and you oh, get another wow, stock. T- wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that that flag might appear in it's multiple in a, games. In a bunch of stuff, yeah, but still. Yeah. Oh, the the one mm-hmm. flag. The one point flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I saw the saw it feature in this game, so that's real. Hmm. Okay, crazy. You guys are doing not great. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got tinkle pits. I am doing fantastic. Thank you. All right, all right. <laughs> Good luck. You'll need it. Hmm. 
<laughs> Next game is called Super Cosplay War Ultra. <laughs> it's a cosplay themed fighting game. I have a feeling well, that this is real. How does that work? It, because cosplay is just costumes, and video game characters are just people with costumes on. So are the video game characters cosplaying as real people? Like, there's a guy in a business suit and a guy in a McDonald's uniform. <laughs> yes. I, so the, does it? Do they look like people, regular people with costumes on? Um. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say fake. I mean, if this was real, I think, gonna, I think Ty would have. I'm gonna about say fake too. I really don't want to, but I think it, no. I'm gonna say real. It's real. All right, all right. So Cyrus is in on fake. No, no, Danny, no. Way. Oh, real. Cyrus says real. Dan and James said fake. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, it's real. Oh, yes. God. Whoa. Knew it. It was too ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I am the ultimate fucking loser so far. Yeah, so. yeah imagine, I came from behind, and I'm now tied to win this. Yeah, <laughs> at two out of five, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Good job. A loser is us. All right. Okay, wait, where the hell are we? All right, game number six. Game number six of ten. Oh, God. This game is... Tekken Card Challenge. Tekken. It's a card game now. Oh, man. Is this like a one? This sounds like something on Wonder Swan Color or something. But that was like Street Fighter. God. Yeah, Maybe. I know, I, know, I know SNK and Capcom had a bunch of these card games. I can't recall the Tekken one. Yeah. I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say this never happened. I'm going to go with Cyrus because he's, he's on a hot streak right now. So. <laughs> no, I think it's got to be real. Um... I think this is real. Do you really, in your heart, do you think it's real, or are you just trying to? No, no, no. I, I do like, like. So I don't know why Cyrus went against what his background. He was talking about. Yeah, you know, there's several other ones based on card games. So why not Tekken? Okay. All right. So, well, double check. Cyrus and Danny said fake. Yes. James said real. Well. It is real. God. Dang it. Cyrus. That's what I get for not saying real. I've said real for all my other answers and it hasn't failed me except for those other two times. <laughs> Cyrus, Cyrus, you you helped me get the answer there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's real and it's on one of those fucking portables. Yeah. It's a pocket like color, it. I think. Oh, man. Maybe one Is it on GBA? If there was a GBA version, I don't know about it. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. All right. Good God. All right. At least one of you is back up to 50%. Uh, I got one right. Um... All right. Let's go. All right. Next game is called Doria. Speaking of Tekken, uh, it's an arcade beat-em-up. It's called Doria. 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 What's, isn't that like a, a food? That's like I the... It's I've this... got like a part of a of a cheeseburger curry doria on my table right, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's what you yell when you like electric wind god fist someone in the face. Doria, doria. Okay, I'm gonna say yeah. This sounds like a hungry beat 'em up. Uh, I'm gonna say fake. Doria, doria. Stop um, looking it up on your fucking iPod. No, no, I'm not. I'm not thinking. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. you can, my keyboard is loud as shit, man. You'd be able to hear it. Um, 
I think it's real. All right. Yeah. Okay, let me. There's lots of lots of stupid sounding arcade games where it's just like one word. All right. Like that. Let me double check. Danny said real. Oh, fake. Danny said fake, and Cyrus and James said real. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fake. Yeah. Dang it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well done, Coming back. Danny, Danny has two on the board. The dream now. isn't dead yet. Man, I'm on fire with this one. This yeah. is a success story. <laughs> for you. Yeah. For me, not for you. <laughs> All right. Okay. And I do love to yell, Doya. It's satisfying. Okay, next game. The next game is called Banana. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's called Banana. It's a, it's a slightly confusing 80s game. Nah, bullshit. I'm calling fake immediately. I'm going to say real. I think of a game like Nuts no. and Milk. <laughs> and, uh, this sounds like it's a plausible type of thing that could have came out of the 80s. Yeah, I'm. Part of me thinks like, how would you copyright a name like banana? But then I think Japan doesn't really give a shit about. They copyrighted nuts and milk. I mean, shit. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. I think it's fake. All right. So let me double check here. Danny said real. Cyrus and James said fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's real. Good, dude. I'm coming back. I'm taking you suckers out. Yeah. Yeah, they, I uh, I looked it up on YouTube. This game looks like shit. <laughs> it it you just, looks like you, you just gave such a an authentic description of it, like of it looks like some shitty game from the eighties. Like, it no, looks like too like, bullshit. No one would describe anything like that. It looks like bad Dig Dug <laughs> with bananas. It's like and it's just called banana. It's like escort mission Dig Dug. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I hate this game. <laughs> all right. Just in all case right. anyone's curious, I am now back in the in the bottom of the table again. Yeah. I have three out of. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have Dan and James with three, Cyrus with two. Yeah. If I go two more, we'll go. We'll hit fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, if you can go two for two, good luck. Yeah. All right. Next game. The next game is Washi Hunter. That's Eagle Hunter. You hunt eagles. <laughs> yes, I am all in. I don't care if it's real or fake. I want it to be real so bad. Hmm. Washi Hunter. I don't know. If that was like an American game that was imported into Japan. Are these all like Japanese yeah, games? Yeah, these, these, the these are all Yeah, these are all games that are made in Japan. 100% okay, right. every time. Right, 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 right. Um, it's good to be reminded of that. Hmm. Um... Washi hunter. I'm gonna say fake, because there's a shitload of hunter games from from America. Yeah, right? but Danny, Danny killed the non-patriotic animals. <laughs> no, in this game you shoot bald eagles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Japanese people are really into hunting. I'm gonna say fake. Yep. Uh, so James said fake. Uh, what did you guys say? I said fake. So very real. <laughs> all right size going all in because he wants it to be real yeah he wants it to be real uh okay well it is fake i made it up <laughs> but I'd, uh, I'd actually started to convince myself i'd even seen this in a store somewhere i was <laughs> i was inspired by a real game 
Uh-huh. I think this is the one I'm yeah. picturing in my head because I can see the box. I don't know if it ever came out, but this is a funny and true story from E3 many, many years ago. 2000 or 2001, probably. Um, so back in the day, they had Kensho Hall, and it's like where all the the really poor video game companies went, like, you know, <laughs> Taiwan Mobile Gaming and whatever. <laughs> and, okay, yeah, you, you have these games that are being developed in, like, South Korea or Taiwan or China, and, you know, they're trying to capitalize on something like there was the hunting game craze going on at the time. And <laughs> there was this hunting game where you you had, like, all these animals, like bear, elk, and like like at the last one was bald eagle, and the, there's so many problems with that. And that game became Far Cry Four. Yeah, true story. Fake or real? All right, last game, last game, and I think everybody's tied up with three points on the board. No, oh, no, it's not Cyrus. Like hey, that. I got four. James has four. Oh, four? Yeah. Oh yeah, That's yeah. It. I didn't add the last one, did I? It's either me or Danny who's going to win. All right, all right. Lose. <laughs> I, I know James. I, I, He's just going to pick the opposite of whatever. I just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the fact that Danny gets so annoyed when he loses. <laughs> hey, you don't want to watch me play sports games. It's a fucking travesty, I'll tell you. All right, all right. Last. Uh, I love how serious you take yes. it. All right, last game is King Pig. King the Pig. You become king of the pigs. <laughs> Okay, Danny. Uh, Danny, I'll go, I'll go first. Okay, so you can't accuse me of just choosing the. Become the fattest right? fucking pig king. <laughs> you, Danny, it's up to you whether you can choose the same as me or whatever. Right? How much I'm pride say, do you have? It's so nice of you to give your opponent the choice to make their own decision in this game. We should say it at the same I'm time. Gonna, I'm going to say it's fake. That's what I was so going to say. Go we should have said it at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you can still you can still say it at the same time now. Fake. James, you didn't say it. Fake. Real uh, fat pigs. This is like marketing goldmine. <laughs> well, like I don't think Sai understands this. Game. <laughs> well, it's not dream games. Well, it's fake or real. You know, if if you go by the odds so far, like if you think about what you would normally pick and then pick the opposite, you would have statistically a better chance of getting the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so please let's not think about that. Please, okay. So, Understand. so James said fake. Yeah. Danny said real. No, I said fake. Fake. And Cyrus said real. what? Real. real. Okay. So, either way, me and Danny drew drew it either four or five. Yeah. Okay. So the answer, this game is a drum roll. Fake. Oh. Damn. Okay. What is with you making up these amazing games? This is not cool. <laughs> I know, right? I should be in like a producer position for sure. Yeah, seriously, like King of the Pigs? This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing that fancy. It's just called King Pig. Yeah, but that, that's even better. Like, I undersold it with my far too accurate grammar. <laughs> right? Ty, do you have a tiebreaker? Do you have a tiebreaker? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I have some things I was saving for next time, but I can dip into that. We can do a tiebreaker between Dan and James. I guess I'm Cyrus can anyway. play too because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Sure. All right. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. All right. So tell me if this statement is accurate. 
is this game real? Guilty Gear Vestige <laughs> XT is a pachinko slash slot machine based visual novel. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's like Inception. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's I'm gonna say that's real. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's fake. <laughs> Cyrus, what do you think? I am. He's out. I am He's out. Neither, he oh, I'm still answering. Did you, did you hear the name of this game? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go in on fake. Okay. Even like, I'm knee deep in the fighting game, but this is so bizarre. God, it's I'm gonna totally lose. Real. So yeah, I, gonna say, I, hey. I just want want to read that back again. It's so juicy. Okay, Guilty Gear Vastage XT is a pachinko slot machine based visual novel. All right, are you ready? I hope so. Okay, yeah, I'm, J- I'm changing my thing to real, but <laughs> I don't care either way because oh my god! All right, so J- James said real, Danny yep. said fake. Yep. All right, all right, hold on to your butts because <laughs> this shit is real. Oh my <laughs> god! I was hoping it was real, but it wasn't like a pachinko thing, so I'd still be right. But I excuse me, pachinko slot machine based oh. visual novel. <laughs> I mean, I, as far as I could tell, you still operate it with coins <laughs> or metals. <laughs> Portions of your soul in coin form. All right, Cyrus, we got to go find this now. We do. I think there is one in, like, because I know Guilty Gear had that jingle thing, and I think there's some of those in my local arcade area. All right. I will, I will hunt that shit down tomorrow. You, you look it up. I'll make the trip if I have to. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Gameception. All right, so James won the tiebreaker after Danny and James tied up with five points, barely. Yeah, I'm not happy with myself. <laughs> yeah, that was a shameful display. It was awful. Or, or an yeah. amazing display on my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I got you. I thought I'd worked out your um, your pattern at one point, but then I had. There is no pattern. <laughs> like, okay, I'll tell you what I do. I take a random number generator to determine how many are fake and how many are real. And then I... I'll... No, no, that's, that's not what I meant by the pattern. I mean your descriptions. Oh, my descriptions. Yeah, no. I thought I'd worked out the old description method. Oh, no. But I hadn't. <laughs> no, no, no. All I can see is the way you were mar- marking these down, it's like X for bad and circle for good. Yeah. But, like, I got the most X's, and that means I got the most kisses. So I think mm. I could win. <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> man yeah man i want these games i made up to be real yeah man let's get working on king pig 24 hour game jam let's go what right <laughs> all right so that wraps it up for fake or real cool uh i think that was a good one yep so worst slash best game ever. so uh you listeners out there please tweet at me tell me how many you got right mm-hmm. i'm interested interested to know who who the who the big pigs are <laughs> <laughs>
for some listener mail and feedback from you guys. If you want to get hold of us, there are several, okay, not several, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. One of which is uh, sending us an email at uh, famicast at nintendoworldreport.com or hit us up on our Twitter account at... There are other ways, depending on how brave you are. Yes, there are. For Twitter, for the Famicast, you can find us at the Famicast. Um, or the... Or you can send Danny a letter at... Yeah. <laughs> I can... <laughs> yeah, so we got a, actually a lot of... Well, a fair amount of uh, feedback <laughs> from the last from the last episode. So the first one via email. Yes. Uh, Jason Mabone, or Maybone. <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. Welcome to you the like Bone it? Zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's his email address yeah. <laughs> um, <No>. at gmail.com. <laughs> um, so this is on the topic, uh, I think it was my topic, of the fact that there were no good Western platformers right. outside of Rare this has been a back in the 90s. Months. Did I name drop Earthworm Jim last time? Because if I didn't, Possibly. I meant to. That's a good one. Yeah, Tom. Is that, is that American? Ye- yes. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I like Earthworm Jim 1. Um, so he said one game that popped into his head during that discussion was Plock for the Super Nintendo. He wants to know if any of us have played it, and if so, what are our thoughts about it? He thought it had a really good soundtrack by Jim, uh, sorry, Tim and Jeff Follin. Yeah. Um, I had a look at this game on YouTube, and it looks terrible. All right. <laughs> but, the mu- but the music was quite good. Yeah, the title <laughs> theme music was really good. Um, I actually played a couple of levels of this before the show. Hmm. And mostly because uh, Tim and Jeff Fallen have done amazing music. Hmm. Um, check out on the Super Nintendo Super Off Road and Spider Man X Men and Arcade's Revenge. Huh. Like the the soundtracks uh... of those are like like masterpieces in terms of both technology and composition. Like I've never heard any other Super Nintendo games make like have the same audio effects as what they did in those games. The top notch. Cool. But to me, it just looked like a Chester Cheetah type, you know, mascot platformer back in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played it. I wasn't impressed. It, it has like one of those. It has like a critical design flaw where when you move to one side of the screen, like you're going to be closer to the the side you're moving when the the screen scrolls with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was just, ah. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. yeah, that's bad. It kind of, it kind of remind me of like a a European Amiga game, that kind of aesthetic, you know, like Zool or something like that. <laughs> kind of like. Yeah, um, it definitely has good. that just bizarre Zool Earth style to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just say so yeah. The, people with good taste don't like Zool. Yeah, I I mean, no matter where you're from, I, I don't really have anything against like the the art style in this game, but I think. You know, there's some design flaws in there based on what I played in 10 minutes. It looks like a chibi version of Iron Man, like the original Iron Man. I think he's a likable character. Maybe. Okay. And uh, next up uh, from the episode, uh, the live show episode, the uh, YouTube comments, um, Jefferson Cuba, Cuba um, uh, said... Um, don't you guys think that Metroid Prime Federation Force is going to sell well in the Japanese market? No. <laughs> despite it, <laughs> it's probably the correct answer. Despite being an FPS, it looks like a Monster Hunter game. Uh, 
it, it looked like a Monster Hunter game on the Treehouse live uh, live stream. Uh, Splatoon is selling well in Japan. That's true. We just talked about that. And he thinks that Federation Forces and, and Triforce Heroes kind of fit the Japanese market. Uh, so there, there is a little bit of um, uh, some news that happened uh, this week uh, about Federation Forces. The um, do you know it's on? I don't know if it's on the American eShop, but on the West, on the European and the Japanese eShop, we have uh, the Cat Mario Show. Is that on the American? No, one? I don't think it is. I mean, so bad on the European one. It's just like a they got this like random dude from like uh, you know Nintendo UK. It's Shibata, probably man. The, probably from the marketing department to just do the Mario voice. It's just like a British guy with a squeaky oh, voice. Oh man, filter. I heard that and it was like, is this a parody? It's Until I realized so it was a real bad. thing. It's embarrassingly bad. Anyway, so on the Japanese one, they had um, a recap of E3. So this is obviously aimed at kids, right? Um, like an E3 wrap-up, so they had like, you know, Yoshi and um, the Triforce Heroes and all that kind of thing. Not once did they mention Federation Forces. It was completely ignored. Rip they had like, So, yeah, my thoughts after seeing that, and the fact that it still it doesn't have a Japanese title, um, is that this is not going to be sold in Japan at all. Um, I mean, somebody uh, kind of hit back at me on Twitter and said, you know, it could be aimed at, like, more like teens in Japan. And maybe that Cat Mario show is more aimed at, you know, little kids. Which could be true, but I also don't think Japanese teens are interested in, you know, that kind of like, FPS game. do good Metroid games even sell well in Japan? No. <laughs> Not even good ones. No. Nope. Let alone bad ones. There you go. I would, so, settle, yeah. I would settle for bad Metroid games. This this. Federation Force isn't even that. It's not a Metroid game. Not it's even not a bad. Metroid game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't want to shit all over this game or anything. Cause yes, you do. Again, of, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't played it. I don't really know much about it other than what we've kind of seen at the the um, the what the hell the the thing the E3 the, the, Treehouse the, the thing Live where thing. they show the game the Treehouse Live thing <laughs> and then you know the blast ball stuff that they had on the E3 show floor. But you know, for stuff here in Japan, I don't know. I mean trying to push some kind of like a first person type of a thing on 3ds of all places it just seems like not a good place to do that um i mean in terms of i guess install base maybe it is the best place to just give something like this a shot here um just throw something out there and see if people will you know bite but i don't think this is going to be a big hit if it even comes out here and james i didn't even know that part where they just basically ignored it on something like that on the uh neko mario thing yeah because no, what, what that would have been my game students my game savvy students see if they even know about it because I've, I've got the I mean, kind of the perfect age range to, to find out yeah that would have been the perfect time to bring it up right like if you want to start advertising that game to the younger audience you know they would have mentioned it right i mean it's completely ignored. you would think but <laughs> but anyway yeah there you go splatoon is doing well and everyone likes splatoon no matter the age range or gender so which is amazing fair folks yeah. that's right uh so yeah let's move on to a bit of twitter feedback um hey our good friend uh dread pirate stone representing uh he tweeted a nice picture actually of his um uh what do you call this the street pass uh plaza like his gate 
and he was um, meeting people, and he's he changed his greeting to Famicast Podcast, and he's got like the Famicom uh, background on the message thing as well. Check out your smart says, enhanced device right now. You can see a picture of that. Yeah, and he says he he's uh, repping the Famicast, trying to spread the gospel. So yeah, we appreciate that, dude, and thank you very much. Mm. It's pretty cool. Like uh, and retweet. Favorite, follow, hashtag. <laughs> um, hashtag the F-E. <laughs> it's sharp. <laughs> and the other one was from uh, at Owly Terrier, mm-hmm. um, who just recently started following us on uh, Twitter, and he's <laughs> he was kind of laughing at us, saying, "I thought you guys would have more followers. <laughs> I, c- I could literally be your number one fan." Because you're okay, I guess. Ha ha. Question mark. <laughs> Exclamation <laughs> so, point. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a he's a good uh, he's a good troller on Twitter. Um, I'm I'm enjoying his comedy. So yeah, we appreciate that. And yes, we we should have more followers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're listening and you're on Twitter, uh, please follow us, even if you don't want to ask us a question, just so we look better and more important <laughs> than we actually are. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so keep it coming. Uh, yep. To, this isn't really anything about feedback, but this is actually a chance for you guys out there to win something kind of cool. So hold on to your. Is it an amiibo? Actually, yeah, hold on to your asses. We're giving away an amiibo. <laughs> so, as you know, here in Japan, sometimes amiibo are a little bit cheaper and easier to come by. So, uh, recently I have come across a brand new Wii Fit trainer amiibo that I would like to give away to you guys, the listener. Um, I only have one of these, so I can't give, a, give one to everybody. But if you want to have a chance to win this, here's how you do it. Uh, basically, send in a secret password, which is Buddha Buddha Donkey, to Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com. And in the subject line, write Amiibo Giveaway, and that will enter you into a chance to win... Uh, this, like I said, we fit trainer amiibo for absolutely free. Um, I'm trying. I mean, basically, towards the end of this month, I'm going to be out of the country. But I was thinking about keeping the contest open until August 1st in Japan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be like super strict where it's like, oh, you motherfucker, you're two minutes away, you're out of the contest. You know, nothing like that. But as long as you get it in, like on your email and on that day, you will have a chance to win this. And um, I will personally delete anyone after one minute past midnight. <laughs> I would. Yes. So uh, play to win. Get good. Please send in your email as soon as possible. Again, Famicast and IntoTheWorldReport dot com, uh, and have the password Buddha Buddha Donkey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know how to spell Buddha Buddha, then look in the previous Famicast episodes. I think uh, we have. We one do. There's a episode Buddha, called Buddha, Buddha Buddha Boys. Boys so. Uh, <laughs> you're making me listen to this podcast. Now you're making me listen to another podcast. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, look at you? just look at the titles. So, um, and then yeah, I think maybe probably the first episode of the show in August, we will have we will announce a winner there on air and also uh, Twitter sometime before that. So get your stuff in, get a chance to win a cool amiibo. So, and it'll work in Super Mario. Maybe. It will. It will. Or stay in a package and sit on your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Have you got any? Have you got any packaged ones, Danny? Well, I mean, this one, and then my Splatoon three pack. That's it, though. 
hasn't opened. It will it. not. I probably will not open that Splatoon one because it's the packaging on that is a lot cooler than the ones on the on the Smash Brothers one. So. <laughs> 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 Validate it any way you want. You still got a child's toy in a box yes. on your shelf. She's so pretty. She can be your waifu. <laughs> you, you can start an unhealthy addiction to buying anime figures. Yes, I could. So a faceless, eyeless woman. No, she has eyes, kind of. She's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I have two of my apartment right now? Right. Anyways, with that, we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break and close out the show. Be right back. Alright, so again, guys, thank you out there for listening and putting up with us for nearly three hours today. I know it's been a bit of a long one. Um, I want to, like I said, thank Jesus. you, all of you guys out there for listening. We really do appreciate you as listeners, as fans of the show, and we try every month to do our best and have some kind of a good show for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, to sign us out again, follow us on Twitter at uh, thefamicast. Or, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Uh, please leave us some kind of a review on iTunes. Uh, that helps with visibility. People can see us more and discover us and all that type of shit. If you want to follow me, Danny Bibbins, you can do that at Danny Biv on Twitter. Um, talk about games and stuff like that. Um, how about do you? sometimes if I'm talking about anything? I'm usually just lurking recently. But, uh, James, how about you, man? Yeah, I tweet, um, like... I alluded to earlier in the podcast, I tweeting lots of pictures of um, Super Mario 3D World mm-hmm. direct to you. To you. Uh, so yeah, follow me at Family Complicated. Um, the trolling has kind of died down after E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, been t- I've been taking some meds for my uh, anger. <laughs> so yeah, doing a lot better these days. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Ty, how about you, man? Yeah, uh, my Twitter is Super Cat Drugs. Mm-hmm. No weird characters in there. Uh, <laughs> no sharps. Yeah, no no hashtags, no carrots, no sharps, no reloads. Okay. Uh, good good to know. Yeah, um, you can find me tweeting about fighting games a lot. Mm-hmm. You can see my a picture of my uh, recent ranking in Killer Instinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My eighteen <laughs> is huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah please enjoy that you might also find some anecdotes about living in japan and wh- whatever it's mostly just video games cool all right and uh cyrus how about you buddy so you can find me at selsai c-e-l-l-s-a-i and I tweet about whatever. I'm not constrained by your social boxes you're putting yourself in. (laughs) But mostly video games. Cool. Alright. Well, uh, like I said, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. Thanks again, uh, guys, for joining me here for this pretty long episode. First long episode like this we've had in a while. Um, Yeah. Two days long. Two days long. Thank you so much for that, guys. And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Peace. Peace. See me in KI2.
endo. GameCube Nintendo. 5% tent, so you can't see up in my window. Um, this game, whoever won the game has to do like uh, an a cappella version of the song. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whoever wins, yes. did you say? Yeah. James. Well, see, that's fine with me because it's a British guy who does the song, so it'd, it'd be funnier if Danny did. Well, hey, I have a great British accent. <laughs> Can I do it in an American accent? <laughs> <laughs> It's a field of getting it, rock and roll all night with the fake or real <laughs> sons of bitches. Oh, God. <laughs> At least we got an outtake out of it. Yeah. <laughs>